Hello. Uh, yeah, Moa. Where is Grongle? Where is Grongle, Moa? <laughs> Don't see him. Don't see him. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, we uh, we promised you. We, well, we said we'd try and get on YouTube this week. Um, we have been on YouTube, and then the videos we thought weren't really good enough, so we've taken them down. Um, and yeah, and then we've had technical difficulties trying to get back on YouTube tonight. So hopefully next week we will attempt to live stream on YouTube. Um, yeah, just thought I'd start the start the podcast with an apology. To be fair, I think it should be last week's on. episode. Hey, it's yeah. my birthday today. Hey! We're not going to sing Happy Birthday because no, we fine. learned in the Discord chat beforehand. It doesn't what a sing tedious up well. song! What a tedious song! Well. I attempted to uh, lead us in a in a in a rousing um, production. Uh, yeah. It, it didn't work. I, I came in in a very slow tempo. It was depressing and we were all out of sync. It's just not an enjoyable It made me, it made me much sadder on my birthday. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hello, everyone. Um, we, we, we're doing loads at the moment, guys. We're really, uh, it feels like things are sort of going all in the right direction. It's quite exciting for us. Um, and it's mainly down to you listening um that yeah we're uh the podcast is sort of um, going in a really strong direction which is why you may have heard some adverts sorry about that but it does pay for us to sort of carry on doing it and uh we are guys we we, we really want to get like on youtube and get a good offering for you on youtube um so we've got um a room that we've cleared out and we're just kitting out uh but we could do with a little bit of financial help kitting that out so if you have any money to spare in, you know, in the world, <laughs> in the run up to Christmas, guys, why did we do this now? Idiots. Um, but if you could spare us, you know, maybe that's your Christmas present to us. If you've been listening to us, um, all this lovely free content all this time, and, you know, you think, those guys, they did a good job. Chuck us some money. We're on uh, Ko-fi, um, so you can find us there. Um, we're at Birmingham. Uh, NEC? Is it NEC or NOA? NEC, 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 yeah. Uh, The lovely, lovely people at Comic-Con obviously thought we weren't terrible and um, have invited us back. Um, So, yeah, we're off to Birmingham. If you're coming to Birmingham, we're there on Sunday. So come along to our panel. Give us a shout if you want to say hello. Um, I'm sure we can be found. Um, Yeah, we're standing room only, so get get there early in London. Yeah, it it was. Mm. Up against Tom Hiddleston, standing room only. Thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs> I mean, and we're only up against um, Emperor, 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 Emperor Palpatine this time. Okay. Um, so, you know, like, he, he's cool and everything. He's not Loki. So we'll do all right. <laughs> True that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I think that's... I, I don't think I have to... Inter- Sorry, guys, I'm rushed in from birthday fun shenanigans. So I don't know if I've ill-prepared for the beginning of this. Um, do you want to? So, as you can see, someone is missing. Mister mm. Connor Horrigan is taking a little break after what happened last week, <laughs> um, which we will cap in a minute. Um, but uh, yes, um, Tony is not going to take over as Grongle. Um, this is like a real play podcast, and we don't really script it. People die, people die. Although Luke is sat there, so I'm just about to <laughs> piss all over what I just said. But, uh, oh, can't say that on YouTube, sorry. Um, <laughs> Some people die. 
Uh, so let so but Tony's with us for this week. For uh, Tony, you'll know off of our, off of our social media. She is our social media champion, and uh, she is going to be playing an NPC today. So that should be good. Um, so should we introduce ourselves in reverse alphabetical order of our surnames? That's oh, oh come me. on! Up until like two months ago, I would have gone first, and now I'm going last. <laughs> in my head, I was like, "Yes, Wigman," and then for got um <laughs> even though i was at that wedding mere weeks ago um, you're not first um i'm not h no. is after a santaurus i'm sure so- oh it is yeah hi tony <laughs> <laughs> um well hi gang my name is tony and tonight uh, i will be voiced by chris pratt um <laughs> And uh, yeah, you'll find out who I'm playing. <laughs> Steven took a drink at the wrong point. <laughs> Apologies. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll find out. Well, if you're listening to the podcast, when Tony said that, Stephen had just taken a, a sip of drink and he didn't want to do a spit take on camera, so he's actually spat back into his cup. It's lovely. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I've got, Steven, I've got Steven. such Chris Pratt beef at the moment that that just that just <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> Stephen just told me that how he was bringing the sex appeal to the podcast, and <laughs> dribbling into a cup. I don't know. I mean, for some people, I'm sure that does it for them. If you like that, please um, buy us a Kofi. Or for big money, Stephen will dribble into anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> 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 sorry, Tony. You were introducing yourself. Sorry, Tony. Sorry, sorry, Tony. Well, clearly, I'm making a grand impact on the podcast. <laughs> what I set out to do. Um, yeah, and I am playing a character which you'll just have to keep on listening if you want to find out who they are. Oh, elusive. Uh, so, uh, yes. Who's next? Stephen. Gotta be me this time. Hi, my name's Stephen. I just spat my own coffee back into my cup. <laughs> um, but more importantly, tonight I'll be playing Rothgarn, the uh, sorcerer, warlock, tiefling, um, and um, not a witty antidote this week. Just, just, just a true story. Um, I was in such an emotional state after last week's game that when I was dragged in for an early shift on Monday morning and thinking of like, oh my God, Grongle, Ratsnick, what's going on? All the stress. I quit my job because it was just, <laughs> just there like, Grongle wouldn't take this shit. Um, he, I mean, he, he'd stab people. I didn't stab anyone. I just quit. Um, but that's, that's, that's where, so please, please put money in our, into our account because um, I, I quit my job because the and stressing me out. <laughs> oh, oh sorry, Moa. Commitment to the chaos. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Chaos. <laughs> what do we got? I think it's me next. Yeah, it is me. So yeah, Luke Robbins, and I'm playing a corpse that's more corpse-like than normal because he's actually dead now. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at one with my zombies. Um, Rat snake. Um, 
Oh, so what was the, the saying about that, Snick? Um, he's not dead. He's just disgusting. Now he's dead Actually and disgusting. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he <laughs> looks and smells no different. Just he's no minus <laughs> life. So there's that. <laughs> Is it me? Yes, darling. Yes. There's only the Avery's left, <laughs> and you. Oh yeah, that's true. Um. So hello, my name is Moa, um, and I will be playing Blue, a uh, human fighter rogue. Um, and emotionally, I I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah. I'm I hearing I, stuff from Myerson. <laughs> Sorry. Coherent stuff from Myerson, I said. I am going to be the most uncoherent version of myself today. <laughs> I really apologise because that is like you guys thought I was incoherent before. Incoherent and long winded before. No, ain't got a chance. And now my dog's stuck in my bedroom and it's trying to get out. It's fireworks, people. It's fireworks. You have to look after our pets. Yeah, my poor puppy. Anyway, where do the go while well, I go and let my dog out? <laughs> well, alphabetically, it should be Paul first if we're going in reverse order because you're a P and I'm a J. Okay, I'm uh, I'm Paul. I'm uh, DMing today uh, and I'm 43 years old today. This is my badge. Is <laughs> uh, kids, my, my, my lovely children, so I had to wear them all day. I know, right? I don't sound or look 43. I know. So, all your all your sexy dreams now. You can just add the word "daddy." How how nice for you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, moving swiftly on. Uh, <laughs> I am Joy Amy. I am playing Carouser Morn, who is a Dragonborn Paladin, and this week is being played by James Corden. Ah! <laughs> the dream team. Brian <laughs> Corden. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> oh, problematic. Right. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Before we kick off, I uh, just want to say thank you to Rags von Grimm for subscribing. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Ollie. You. That's a different Ollie to the normal um, Ollie. Different Ollie. Yeah. Other <laughs> We're Ollie. Sponsored by Ollie's. We're sponsored by Ollie's, basically. We are sponsored by Ollie's. If you're an Ollie and you're not sponsoring us, get your ass in gear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, Murs. Right. Uh, I was trying to think of the richest Ollie I could. Ollie is, there any, is there a richer Ollie than Ollie Murs? It's got to be. <laughs> is he working at B&Q now? <laughs> uh, no one can think of one. Uh, so there you go, guys. On the, uh, You feel free to have fun in Twitch trying to think of more famous Ollies than Ollie Murs. I was thinking of Oliver, um, Oliver Reed, like an actor. Yeah, I but he's, he's well dead. dead. Oh, is that? <laughs> sorry, I'm, think, I'm thinking of um, Oliver Platt then. Oliver Platt. Yeah, isn't he the guy? He was in. He was in one of the Marvel, the new, um, not Marvel, one of the new. No, that's still a Chris Platt. No, one of the new X Men films. Oh. oh. Okay. This is very off track. Anyway, this is fun right. with. Fun okay. with Oliver's with roll the damn dice. <laughs> We're gonna roll the damn dice because uh, we need to see who's doing the intro. Oh, oh, okay. oh, good lord. Oh, I Tony, do you want to join playing? in? You play uh, Tony? Yeah. I'm not on roll 20, but I've got a roll 20. I've got my big fat roll 20 I got from Comic-Con. 
Oh, cherish your big. F- oh, look at that. From uh, so, Critit, Critit uh, UK. Ooh. I think it's Critit. Uh, don't don't oh. mention them yet. <laughs> <laughs> They make real nice dice, but yeah. They do make nice dice. They, they do, do, they do, but we'll, more do. on that later. Generic <laughs> Dice Company. That's where I got it from. Oh, look. Uh, oh, we've had some rollings. Oh. Be on the I've... highest. What have people rolled then? I rolled sorry, a 13. Five. 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 Sixteen. Five for Stephen. Five Two. for Mark. Two for Moa, 16 for Luke. And what was it, 13, Tony? 13, yeah. Luke, give us a little recap. I mean, you don't have to go back too far. Just maybe last week's episode probably isn't. Yeah, that's good. So, um, yeah, we we finished the heist. Everything went really well. And then the group went, uh, we decided to take up, uh, go to the beach at the plug hole. Uh, that was an amazing time. Um, there was Bronglin to Karsh. They went searching for sea glass. Uh, we had a little picnic. Oh, it, was, it was just a really, really nice, sort of well deserved time for this party because they've been through a lot. So, yeah, I think that covers. Oh, no, wait. No, that was the, that was the fancy version. Sadness. Sadness is what I have written down. Um, yeah. No, when um started off really well with the uh, the room full of Warforged with the alarm, we stopped them setting that off. Uh, we threw AOE spells from Rothgon and Ratsnake and some quick kills from everyone else. Um, that went really, really well. <laughs> and then we got down to this room that is on the on the display now for anyone on Twitch. Um, yeah, the lab. Um, yeah, the, the, there's just horrors in there. We had Grongo start to become a little bit possessed. And the body of Loxmernig. You found yes. the body of Loxmernig. Yes, there's the body of Loxmernig, which we someone touched. You've all forgotten about. about. You're like in shock at the death. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't then, matter. <laughs> no. Success. I, like, we've, 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 yeah. It's so incoherent today. <laughs> but yeah, we touched. Uh, someone touched the bubble that was around the the body of Lock. Blue, That's blue it. touched the bubble. If we're gonna lay blame, lay it where it deserves. Someone was going to touch the bubble. Okay, I'm sorry that it was me, but you know you fuckers were gonna touch the bubble if it weren't me. Yeah, um, and then yeah, Kranis appeared in the magic mirror on the wall, and basically told an ominous warning and threat that actually got followed up because then Grongo got possessed and started to absolutely destroy us with this it was like a, a puppet sort of ghost demon figure looming over him that took over him and yeah then we had lair actions and gravity got turned off spells got amped up it was an absolute chaotic wonder uh, we got a, to fight a hologram. No, not hologram. Magical Rothgon got stepped out of the mirror and threw things even more into chaos. Uh, the Warforges were they were fine. We 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 dealt with those as they 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 didn't bother us too much. It was the Rothgon and Grongle that um yeah that 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 took us uh took us down a few notches and then and then we had the ending. The ending of the episode, in which um, Grongor, after taking a, a hit from Blue, was just about to attack Blue and then sacrificed himself to potentially save the ninth level of the wound. 
Yeah, that, I think that's exactly where we left. Didn't do a turn after. Now got the fallout of all that. Oh, I died. I died. That that's, that that also happened. Ratsing died. <laughs> yeah, mm. and you died, Luke. <laughs> you did die, Luke. Yeah, I died. I died. That that happened as well. But except yeah. when Luke died, he went. Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, the best reaction to my own death. Oh, there's the ominous music. There we go. It's back. Yeah, it's back. Okay, so we're going to pick up right where Grungle died. So, Grungle. Grungle's corpse hangs in the air. Time slows for everyone except the ghostly spectre of blue. The room still warps around you. The tears well at a fraction of their pace. Beads of sweat and arrows hang in the air. The note that says sorry is captured in the moment it leaves Grungle ha Grungle's hand. The hunger of Hadar barely swirls and your expressions of horror are caught in a terrible slow motion. Suddenly, the puppet master turns around if some as if something is behind it. Tendrils of fiery light wrap around it. It wrestles with the light, becoming a dark blue form. The two forms swirl upward, and as they do, Grongle's limp body starts his terrible, slow descent to the floor. The swirling form of fire and darkness races around the wall and forms into two foxes, one red and one deep blue. They nip and growl at each other as they run. The red fox moves as Ratsnick, uh, to Ratsnick's bloody body and stands on his chest, snarling at the blue fox. The red fox swells and the blue fox cowers and whimpers. Fire burns in the red fox and there is an explosion of power obliterating the blue fox. Explosion, Matt. Matt was too busy listening. The fire burns in the red fox and the explosion of power obliterating the blue fox. Time speeds up as you are hit by a wave of power and thrown to the corners of the room. The doors of the room slam shut. The hunger of Hadar, uh, the hunger of Hadar is wiped away along with the remaining warforged. As you regather, regather your senses, you can see the ghostly form of Grongle made from what looks like the embers of a fire. He looks um, at someone unseen and says, and if you die, I'll bring you back. He looks down at Ratsnick and gets down on all fours, staring into his friend's dead eyes. Their faces are just a few inches apart. He says, a deal's a deal. And with that, the embers cease to hold Grongle's form. They float down onto Ratsnick's body. Ratsnick draws a deep breath and sits bolt up night. When Ratsnick opens his eyes, one of his eyes burns with a gold iris and the other is a solid deep blue with no iris or pupil. It, does, it doesn't affect your eyesight. Okay, okay. When Grongle stands up, you notice he has grown at least six inches. Oh, wow. Okay. I okay. Mean, over to you guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ratsnick's just going to sort of stand there stunned for quite a while. Like, I mean, he's going to just check to start with, like, yeah, assume Ratsnick stands up. Yeah, all is on it. Ratsnick, not Gorgo, yeah. Morn will um, have run over to Ratsnick, helped him up, and then, like, just. Sorry, I said when Gorgo stands up. I'm so sorry. When Ratsnick stands up, <laughs> messed, blew it completely. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, Morn will, Morn will um, go over to Ratsnick, help him up, and give him a massive bear hug. 
um, and then kind of, you know, hold him at arm's length and kind of look at him, kind of checking him over. I mean, um, hello? <laughs> um, I was, are we dead? Did you all die as well? Is it? I, as far as I know, I am not, I, I did not do dying. You definitely did dying. You did fall on the floor. There was no life force. I could not do anything. Um, uh, there was also, um, some kind of fiery, grongly thing. Oh, Ratsnick, I am so sorry. Um, uh, Mr. Little Grongle, he, he had to go bye-bye. Ah, ah. Is there anything left of Grongle, do you say? Or is it just ashes or burnt uh, away? Yeah, no, he's there. He's there. The, the, the thing there. above you. Oh, he's still there. I'm oh, sorry. He's still there. The thing above you, uh, sort of, you didn't see where it came from, but the foxes were no more after you sort of were thrown against the walls. Yeah, he's going to... He's going to make his way over to Grongle slowly. Um, so in his mind, he's he's thinking about sort of, again, his end of the bargain to bring him back. But he's thinking along the lines of, like, after seeing how tortured his body and obviously soul was, he's going to just say, um, I think. I don't think you might want to come back, so I'm gonna let you rest if that's um, if that's quite alright. I won't, I won't do it just yet. Um, and yeah, he, he, like he just sort of back away. It's almost like he's torn between two of. Does he animate him? But then again, like he feels though, like Grongle's been through enough, and like a rest is well deserved. So. He's just gonna. I. He's in shock. Um. Obviously, that he's not gonna have noticed anything about his appearance or anything yet. Um. He's probably just gonna go have a sit down for a little bit, and just sort of, like yeah, just try and come to terms with everything that's just happened in the past ten minutes. Um. Yeah, he's just gonna go. It just sort of sit down. I think he's gonna want to sit like away from Grongle for now. So he'll walk back over to um, the table with all the books and the notes that he ran to initially. Um, and he just sort of sit with his back up against one of the legs of the table. Yeah, and just close <clears> his <throat> eyes for a little bit and switch off for a minute or two. It's obviously all a complete mess now, so you're sort of sat amongst broken glass and books and notes and all sorts. Yeah. Rothgon will sit up from his corner of the room, um, having witnessed all of this and um, just in absolute shock and amazement this is like no magic that he understands or has been in contact with so this is just bigger than he can conceive however um he's gonna sort of just sit up and kind of go as much as you probably need to catch yourself for a few minutes um might i suggest we actually move fast um, Kranis knows we're here. Um, his son is upstairs, and whilst we sealed the doors and burned the lift, I'm sure they're probably working on a way to get down here. After all, if anyone knows a way into here, it will be them. And we need to get as far away from the plug hole as possible. Uh, Morn's going to put a hand on Blue's shoulder, um, and well, around her shoulder, and say... I'm sorry, my friend. I know we are sad, but we really do have to do what we came here for. 
Blue Boss. Will, yeah, Blue, like when all, all this happens, she'll kind of like sunk down to her knees and we'll just be like staring at, at Grongle's body, um, kind of at a loss um, for words because she had a complex relationship with Grongle. Um, she did. Um, but she's going to, like, basically, it'll be really visible in her face. There'll be, like, the dis- like the sort of feelings and despair and everything. And it'll be, like, a real physical, like, close her eyes, just two really deep breaths. And it's it's just like, right, no, we're dealing with that later. And, um, but she is going to go to Ratsnick and say, and, um, say, um, about that hole, the portable hole, we've, we've, can we put him in there? Um, take him yeah. with us. Yeah, I'm not thinking I want to leave him to anything else. So, yeah, uh, we can get, um, yeah, Lux in there as well. And he'll sort of just change yeah. from sat to nout and he'll just sort of roll out the portable hole in front of him. Um, and he'll, he'll just sort of give a nod to, to Blue to go get Grongor and he'll start if there's anything left of the books or notes or anything like that he'll just pick that up off the tables and just chuck whatever is in readable condition still um, into the portable hole as well he's not particularly looking forward he's through it he's just yeah, chucking stuff literally in literally anything he's yeah. just robbing the place of any written material yeah. can you do me a perception check Luke absolutely let's go uh, do I get fancy blue eye perception uh, amazingness? No, Let's it doesn't. Go. It hasn't. It doesn't. It oh, does, yes, you do. Nat 20. Yes, you do. <laughs> Nat 20. Okay. <laughs> Blimey. Okay. So, uh, as you're tossing books into the bag, um, the one that really catches your eyes is, it says, because partly the first thing that you notice is you know the hand. It's like a journal with handwritten on the front and you know the handwriting it's almost as you go to throw it you sort of pause because you know the handwriting and it says the experiment experiments of master terrellies and master terrellies was your old master who oh, I, 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 you know who he is i know who he is i don't know if anyone else knows it. but it absolutely as you go to throw it absolutely like catches your eye um the other thing i will tell you because you rolled a 22 is that um you as you're sort you as you're sort of you've got up and you've stood up you felt something in one of your pockets and as you've reached in to check there is a tiny little like in the palm of your hands little red fox that is it's it, it it it's it weighs nothing but it is, and it's curled into a ball, but it is, like, sleeping. Oh, is it, it seems like no a statue, it's a living that. creature. It looks like a living thing, or or maybe a, an animation or a hologram of a living thing. You can sense it being on the palm of your hand. It sort of has, you can't put your hand through it, but it doesn't seem to weigh anything. Okay, so he'll just, for now, with the haste of everything, he'll just put that very gently back in the pocket again. Um, the journal, he probably won't chuck in the hole. He'll put that in his backpack. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, if anyone needs a hand with, um, uh, the Murnig's body. <laughs> the Murnig. The Rothgun's no, there no. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is the bubble still in place? Bubble's still in place. Um, okay. I mean, 
the room is in disarray, but <laughs> this body and bubble are just sort of floating there. They don't stay, uh, seem not to have really been affected so, by anything that's happened. The jade screen next to the body, what's that state of that? I mean, that's, that's trashed. It's you, destroyed. That's trashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Rothgon will hold his hands to the bubble. He's not touching it. Um, he would like to do an arcana, I guess, to see if he can decipher what kind of magic this is, if there's an off switch or, or something um, that he can do to free Lox's body. Uh, yeah, you can do me an arcana check. Da, da, da. Incoming. Well, I'm well off currently. Um, eight, <laughs> that is. You don't really, yeah. I mean, obviously, with everything that's happened, you're just like, you can't even really focus on it. And if I touch it? It just sort of, but it sort of, I mean, it feels like a bubble, really. It, it sort of will bubble a bubble away from you. Away from me? Well, like if you hit it, like a balloon, like a floating balloon, it'll it, it doesn't move fast, but yeah, it's like as if as if it's a big balloon that is floating at this height. I stick a claw in it. It sort of it, it gives, but it doesn't pop or anything. It doesn't pop. Hmm. I have Rothgon. I see yes. you trying. I see you trying to pop bub bubble around Locke's body. Could we not just put whole table in a portable hole? I mean, we don't maybe that's... dead fully. Surely, like there's it... the limited amount of oxygen. Yeah, Why not just shove a, a javelin through the bubble? Okay. Uh, Morn picks up, picks up one of her javelins <laughs> which she loved um, at the mirror. Uh, she scowls at the mirror as she goes to pick it up, um, walks over and tries to jab her javelin down into the bubble. The, the bubble moves away from you. Uh -huh. Blue is going to take one of her arrows and she's not even going to like fire it. She's just going to take one of her arrows um, that's um, imbued and attempt to like stab it. It bounces away. Rothgon starts looking at the desks in the bottom corner here where I've moved to to see if there's an off switch or if anything that's suggesting that there's uh, magics involved with the bubble. There's, 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 um, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, there. Okay. Um, I suppose there... if, if we put locks in the portable hole and then soon check him outside, if the bubble dissipates because it's away from a source or something, we'd be able to help him out if needs be. This is really confusing. Once um, once I was um, doing some fighting uh, on the coast and there were these people in the sea and one of these lovely sorcerer people, they, they gave me a charm which made bubble around my head so I could do breathing in the water. Um, maybe this is a thing to help Locks breathe. Mm. Um, well, we can't be do we can't do anything with the body if and um, if we don't have an exit. Like, um, didn't Lady S say that there was a back entrance, a back e exit? 
Um, <laughs> Morn's just going to point at the at the the doorway that that's clearly there. <laughs> he's Wait, he's doorway, doorway? no? <laughs> There's like a massive like gap the doorway gate. thing. Uh, Is there? The Oh, Sorry, I thought it was a, a floor vent thing. Is it a floor vent or a oh, door? No, no, I was talking about so, between, the, between the desks. I thought that was a that's doorway. That's the door you came in by. No, 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 in. not those desks. The ones on the right-hand side. This is, a great, this is great for the podcast. It uh, is describing. <laughs> okay, there, uh, there is only one doorway, but um, I mean... <laughs> somehow Ratsnick has got up and his senses are like sharp and like crazy <laughs> uh, and uh, you've absolutely seen that in the bottom left hand corner of the room there is like uh, sort of a biggish grate um, that is clearly used for washing stuff down chucking stuff down um, it's sort of a grate on floor level and then there's a like a uh, uh, a sort of maybe three foot high uh, handle thing you could lift up to push more rubbish down. Okay. Right to go head over to. Is there like a breeze coming from Great? Um, like a not a breeze, but not a. There is a sort of. A sort of. A hor hor let's go with horrible. There's a smell coming out up from what is clearly a sewer. Like right. yeah, there's a, there's a cool breeze. There's a cool cooler air is rising up from it, but it does not smell pleasant. Okay. Yeah, he'll point that out. Just uh, I think I got a way out if we need it. Okay. Hang on. Um, Morn's gonna go and very carefully pick up Grongle's body. Um, and place him very gently into the uh, the portable hull. Say, you will be safe there, my friend. I hope they are looking after you. Um, Blue will follow to the to the grate and have a look down it. <laughs> uh. It's dark. It's pretty dark. Uh, do you have any magical dark sight? You don't. You're a human, aren't you? Rubbishy um, human. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm trying to remember if I have anything that gives me better sight, but I don't think so. No. I you think have a tiefling not. here with an extraordinary <laughs> sight. Um, Gun, you've got good eyes. Uh, um... What do your teethling eyes see? <laughs> I smile with my teethling eye. Rothgon goes um, over to the grate. Uh, yeah, you can see down, um, and it's sort of, there's a slight slope, but it, it it's a fairly steep slope in sort of about 30 foot down to um, liquid. Well... <laughs> Looks like we're going to be wading through shit. Um, I pick up like a random bit of debris, like a broken jar or something, and just um, throw it down and just see if I can gather how deep the water is. Uh, Are we swimming or walking? It plops into the water. You can't really tell how deep it is. Do you know, if Grongle was here now, he'd say we should use the pitons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, um okay well how even if we get down there how are we supposed to do we 
poke the bubble through the the grate? Like, can we force it into the hole in the ground? Like, I don't... Or maybe we do put the bubble in the hole, the portable hole, and then let him out once we're down there. Maybe it'll... We'll just... I'd say we just check on it every minute. Yeah. And whilst moving as fast as we possibly can... um, Get out of here before um, someone comes. We up. need more worrying than Kranis, Dark Side. There's somebody else who's aware of us who makes Dusty Dark Side look like just your average bandit. Um, but I'll fill you in on that when we have some time. Okay, you hear um, you hear an explosion above you somewhere. You gotta go. There we okay, go. we need some pushing. Um, uh, Morn is going to attempt to um, push the table into the portal hole. So the body isn't uh, now above the table; it's bobbled across the room with everyone poking and prodding like, prodding oh i see like it's in a little bubble okay in that case oh. like we'll, we'll like push the bubble like a balloon you know like oh, yeah. this way pop 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 in you go pushes it down into portable hole could somebody Assu- fold up fold up hole please assuming luke's fine with that his his portable hole but i'm assuming yeah yeah he is. yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's still gonna open he sort of, yeah chucking stuff in an odd question, but some of them will be relevant later. Is there, from all the debris and everything, is there like a large chunk of rock? Like, head-sized chunk of rock anywhere, like loose debris? Yes. Yes, chuck that in the hole as well. Not okay. making sure it doesn't land on top of anything or anyone, but yeah. <laughs> I need a rock. Also, a quick scan. Is there any sort of um, diamonds or jewels kicking around here. Not like um, expensive ones, more like uh, magical component ones. Roll an investigation check. Motherfucker. Not one. I mean, um, you're, you're scanning the room, but you're yeah. so stressed. You can hear you can hear movement from the, the, uh, the room next to you. Yeah, Rothgon wants to go. Yeah, yeah. Ratsnick can roll the start rolling up the portable hole, fold it away, and pop it in his backpack. Uh, Morn will um, be tying a rope to the top of the bars so that people can shimmy down. Um, and Blue will be kind of in, like almost like sort of like everyone into the hole, go, go, go. As everyone starts going down the hole. Um, Rothgon's going last. He looks back at the doorway and creates a bonfire there. Um, hopefully slowing down anyone that's coming our way. That will, whilst um, it needs concentration um, and it's 60 foot, um, it does catch fire to anything flammable. So hopefully things will just start burning up there. Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, Grongle's really only managed to get maybe... 10% of the stuff. There was paper everywhere. You mean so Rasnick? Yeah. Man, <laughs> he's not even here. He's in my head. Um, Ratsnick. I even thought about it before I said it. <laughs> Dyslexia, kids. Don't You don't get it. Um, mask up, people. Mask up. 
That's how you get it, isn't it? Uh, right, uh, yes, so, sorry. Rats, Nick, I only got about 10% of the batch or paperwork and stuff. So there is paper and there is wood and there is chemicals. Uh, it catches fire fast. Awesome. Um, yeah, then Rothcon's going to slide down. Okay, Rothcon first. Who's next? Uh, no, Rothcon's last. Oh, yeah, everyone's gone. gone. Yeah, we've all yeah. gone. Oh, okay. Go on. Cool. Go on, mate. Right. <laughs> Blow this popsicle stand. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. The question so is: Do we land and how f- our feet can reach the floor, or do we land and bob? Okay, well, so yeah, like... you you slide down, uh, sort of you, yeah, you you shimmy down and um, mourn you're about knee deep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess blue. You're probably it's just coming over your knees. Rothgon is probably up your thighs. Ratstick, how tall are you now with your extra six inches? Um, yeah, he was probably four foot now. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you're in the, you're in the safety zone. Yeah. I guess it's, it's up. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's above your waist, but you're you know, um, and it's grim. It's real grim. Uh, uh, who has who has dark sight? Yes, Yeah, I've got 120 as well. And the dragonborns and your humans, you just got normal, average, rubbishy sight. <laughs> rubbishy eyes. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're guys... pretty eyes, but they uh, they don't see much. <laughs> so you guys can see like pretty much nothing. You can see the light, the tiny bit of light that's coming from the fire above you, um, and it's raging now. The fire in the room above, um, um, but. Uh, Ratsnick and Rothgon, you can see a tunnel that goes in both directions. Um, you also see that there, obviously, they have pushed um, bodies down this hole. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ratsnick is already giggling. Yeah. Be <laughs> thankful if you can't see what's down here. Well, which is this- way? Where do we go? The smell is it? Um, um, is it? Um, and she just kind of casts a look in Rat's next direction, <laughs> or is it the room? Yeah, I mean, this it's is the room. Yeah, yeah, that uh, can't be um, part of this one. I guess we're looking to find outside. Uh, anyone good at sensing? Which way to go? If, if the water's running or something like nature shit. Lots uh-huh. is good at this stuff. As as he says nature shit, you realise that you are surrounded by nature shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are dumpy dumps. Oh, I mean, Ratstick's probably going to be. I mean, no, his, his initial like surge was to just animate a couple of these bodies up, but I don't think he's he's in the mood for anything like that at the minute. He's still a uh-huh. bit in awe, so. Yeah, he'll go to, like, he'll start mumbling the words to and sort of put his hand on one of these floating bodies. And then he'll just, like, he'll second guess it and probably think to his current horde that's, I guess, maybe back under his control, but have at least had a good couple minutes of feralness on the surface. I reckon they, how close do you have to be to them? 
Um, so I, if I'm further than the 30 foot, I have no idea what they're doing. I can't issue commands, I can't do anything with them, so I have no idea whether they've been slaughtered, they're slaughtering, or they're now just stood still. No idea. Oh. They are a lot more than 30 feet from you. Yeah. Could I roll a survival check to see if I can gather which way the water is flowing? Yeah. Please be above four. Uh, <laughs> so that's a nine. It's the water's not flowing really very much at all. It's quite still. Can Ooh. like can can I? Does one? I mean, Blue can't see for shit, but she she might say to um, uh, Rothgon, um, is there any? Is there any sign of light or anything like on either end of one of these tunnels? Like which? Um, so Rothgon's looking around and really seeing if he can, I guess, investigation. On an investigation check. Because these are going so well. Mm -hmm. I'm glad this isn't an sk official skills check. <laughs> Oh, finally, 19. Um, so what did you want to know? What's your investigation? If you can mm. see any light or... Seeing if we're looking for light, specifically like outdoor light, moonlight, something like that. Uh, well, you can't. So what you can see is that um, if your back's to the wall where you slid in, to your left, there's a probably, it's probably about 50 feet before there's a T-junction. And to your right, it's about 80 feet till there's a T-junction. We've got a junction one way and a junction slightly nearer the other way. Maybe we should just go the nearer way. Um, ah, I got one idea. Oh. Ratsy could take, he'd just rummage through his bag and just take out some scrap paper from his own journal and notebook. Um, scrunch it up into a ball and then, I don't know, try and sit it sort of on the backs of one of these bodies or somewhere out of the water and just cast fireball on it because I don't have anything lighter and then the smoke <laughs> that comes off it he'll just see if the smoke's being pulled a certain way Ooh. down either of the tunnels Ooh, that's good um, Rothcon will see what he's doing and he will cast on the firebolt control flame so <laughs> we're just trying to make sure that the flame is not going crazy it's just a slight light of fire that we're looking at the smoke yeah Okay, uh, the smoke is going to your is is very slowly drifting to your right. I guess to the right, That's and Lovegon starts moving. That's it. Right. Yep, we'll follow. Uh, Ratsnik, do you um do you need piggyback? Um, I mean, if it gets any deeper, that would be pretty good. But uh, for now, I need to take like a. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> Smells <laughs> all right, I guess. <laughs> um, technically, when I'm controlling this frame, I can um, brighten and dim light for an hour. So I should be able to give Blue and Morn a little bit of sight if we push this corp this lit corpse along. Great. <laughs> like a little raft. I'm Would you rather be blind? Because I'm 
like it. I'm gonna go with it. Let's go with it. I like it. It's an idea. Yeah. So you guys now do have a bit of light. Like you can see. I mean, it's still not far. You probably see ten feet away from you, um, unless Rothcon wants to really light that. Uh, light it up. No, oh, no, no, I know. No. Hang on. I've just realised you're in a sewer. Right. Roll. Just roll a d20, please, uh, Stephen. Oh no. Fear. I just realised all the fumes. Mm-hmm. And fire. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Okay, so it's sort of um, it sparks. It's like sparking and sputtering as it sort of passes, and like every so often it will sort of blow up. But it's not. It's not setting the whole place on fire, but obviously there are pockets of gas that is it is reacting with. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm doing my best between like giving it enough to give light, but then also like making it smaller when it looks like it's reacting to any sort of sparks or giving off um, <laughs> igniting. Um, so yeah, he's really focusing down. Whilst uh, I, I'm guessing Morn's pushing the corpse, I feel. Yeah, I, I feel. <laughs> I feel like if she wasn't, you know, if her, her friend doesn't hadn't just um, been killed, she'd be um, singing um, this little corpse of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. <laughs> this little corpse of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but she might still be, you know, still be in, in soldier mode, so maybe not. Episode <laughs> title. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, she's she's okay. pushing it pushing it along. Um and so as you get you sort of you've gone about uh yeah, you get to this uh, T junction. Mm-hmm. Um and blue roll a perception check for me, please. that 10 you get the vague sense you should go back the way you've come oh um can I investigate that feeling further (laughs) not with a 10 there's no no therapist in the sewers (laughs) you can't investigate our feelings (laughs) um Oh God! Uh, she's gonna she's gonna stop uh, and say I'm I'm uh, I'm not sure about this. I feel like we should be going in the other direction. Um, what would what would the flow of whatever air this is going to? Where do you think it's gonna come out? Are we sure we want to go that way? I don't have my bearings of where we are to the house. So I want to get as far away from this place as possible. And if you like, um bonuses to survival or nature or anything like that is uh, you um, proficient in any of those things i'm uh, yeah i'm proficient to survival because i'm a creep uh, and i will always survive i'm not uh, neither uh, can you roll me a survival check again rothcon okay come on rothcon Come on. <laughs> okay. Oh Did my. You roll- oh, 10. You rolled a three and he got a 10, man. Uh, but um, because Blue's sort of put this in your head, you suddenly think hang on, if the smoke was blowing to our right, that means the wind would have been coming from our left. Science. Which means. I'm um, really upset that you know. I didn't even figure that out. <laughs> Let's. Morn. 
Turn it around. Oh, okay, hang on, hang on, this little corpse of mine. <laughs> Turns it around. Like, uh, shall, I go, shall I go past you? Shall I go first? I, I think that's best. Yeah, okay. you go first, okay. and I'll be right behind you, just trying to keep it controlled. Okay. Um, should we not um, uh, open little uh, little portable hole, make sure that, um, in case Lox is still alive, um, yeah. he can breathe? Um, yeah, I don't know where I open it up. Uh, um, you, can you do it on the wall? Uh, yeah, but stuff might yeah fall out. Oh, yes, it would get mm. quite dirty. I mean, yeah, as soon as okay. we get to like, drive it to land, yeah, I'll get it okay. Okay, well, I then, I'll walk faster. I walk faster. Yeah, um, I guess we, we will be doing our best to. I guess it's a difficult terrain dash, so um, we'll just be moving at thirty foot six seconds, but trying to. Well, everyone's max speed per around. Cool. Oh, and you... also, I've realised I'm still wearing that sodding skirt. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> so. He's gonna, um, as soon as she starts feeling the weight of the skirt being pulled back by this shit-soaked water, um, she's just gonna, it's like, it ties. And she had her, like, trousers on underneath um, with her uh, scabbard and stuff. So um, she's just gonna, like, untie that and, like, let it float behind her um, and just, yeah, abandon it to to the sewer. So yeah, you will go all the way back down this corridor, and as you come back under, you can hear the flames, and you can hear uh, sort of people now trying to work out how to put this light out and what's happened, this fire out and what's happened. Um, could, so I, you, could you could you like see the fire from the grate? You can see. You can see, yeah. Rothgarn, whilst holding the control of the one flame, just throws a fire blast up there just to really. <laughs> Okay. Double really down. Double down and fuck it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get to the other end and you've got the choice of left or right. Blue. Any, which way is the smoke off of the corpse blowing? Uh, so that again is blowing to your right. So we'll head to the left. Okay, turning left. Here we go. <laughs> cool. So you, um, you again, you follow this along for, it's quite a way now. There's just one straight um, run, um, which is actually, you feel like maybe um, every so often you go up a little step. So the the stuff running towards you, running faster um, uh, towards you. Um, but yeah, after about, I mean, you're probably walking for a few minutes. You can see a little light ahead of you. Okay. There is light ahead. Just keep going this way. Um, and as it, yeah, go. As you get closer, you realise that you are coming up to some sort of a, a manhole above, um, not far above. I mean, it's it's got a bit narrower, so you're actually like more on your sort of. It's only just above your head now, the the, the ceiling. Um, so yeah, you can see an open manhole. Okay, um, Morn's going to uh, push it up a little bit. And, and oh, it's completely open. It's, open. Oh, it's completely open. Okay. In that case, oh. she's going to p- poke her ha- head out like a tiny bit, so her her eyes are at the the floor level, and scout around to see if she can see anything dangerous. Okay. So you're in a room that's not a lot nicer than the sewer you're in, but it's not a sewer, and uh, you see a toad lady looking at you. 
Oh. Is it our toad lady? Yeah, she puts her big wet hand up. I'm on. Come with me. Oh, everybody, it is okay. It is toad lady. Thank Rather. you very much. And uh, so she says, I sensed Blue's pain. And so, yeah, she's sort of helping you out, Morn. Um, and then Morn's going to reach in and, because obviously she's got longer limbs than a toad, um, she's going to help everybody out. Cool. So you're behind Morn, yeah. So you're in a you're in another uh, room which looks like it might also be some sort of storm drain, but there is a it's more lit. There's more the air is fresher. There's not is the floor is actually dry, um, and there is there's um, some like um, so not really beds but sort of blankets. People have probably been sleeping in here, um, and uh, she says. Uh, did you get the body? Yeah, I mean, um, let's probably check on it. And he'll now we've got some dry ground. He'll start rolling out the portable hole. Um, and yeah, see what how everything's going. It all looks it all it all looks the same. It all looks fine. Okay. Um, I mean, Locks wasn't breathing before. He's still not breathing. But in the bubble, he's in the bubble still. Bubble still. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so some of the bits like... of paper have got stuck to Grungle's bloody corpse, but... <laughs> um, Rana, where exactly are we? Uh, we're below the Undercity. You, you all stink. The Under-Undercity. What's the next stage of the plan? Are well, we going to shuffle stump or you've got some you've got some options. Um so um you have been summoned as she points to you, Ratsnick. Uh to, sorry to um Rothgon, you've been summoned. Morn, you've been summoned. Oh Blue, you've been summoned. Ratsnick. Summoned for You haven't been summoned. <laughs> Good. That's fine by me. Summoned for what? Um, it's probably better if you say. I would like to know who is doing summoning of me. I've had quite a difficult day. I'm not. I'm not going until I know who it is and what it's for. We've we've been up against it with mysterious people controlling the shots, and I'm I'm not having this anymore. Blue. And it's about to get worse. So Rana looks really pissed at you, Blue. Really fucking cross. Like, Ooh. she's like, You are a sister. You go where the sisters say. Morn is going to walk, like, so that she is dangerously close to Rana and look, like, directly down at her. My friend Blue has lost her very good friend just a few minutes ago. You will have a little more respect for the were dog lady. Um, and so Rana now Rana's actually got really long legs you just she sort of and she's now up she can stretch up just to your eye line she says she looks you deep in the eye she like slowly like you can see like that battle of woodshed grungle I'll let it slide and then she shrinks back down to her sort of hunched self she says she wants to help you she never summons anyone who is she? Please, can we just stop talking in riddles? It's... Who? 
friend of my order. She lives in the grove. Um, I've got a letter for you, though, first. Um, and so she pulls a letter out of her pocket. And on the front of this uh, letter is this pink sparkly S. And then this letter looks completely oh. out of place. Like in all of your like, <laughs> this is like, what? And it's like this suddenly sweet perfume. When I say sweet, it's kind of... It, it, it's Charlie, you know. It, it's it's strong. Please, it's Charlie. It, it's, be, it's better than what anything smelled like before. Uh, but possibly you wouldn't buy it. Uh, I mean, Morn probably thinks it's great. Morn's loving it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and uh, she she sort of hands she holds it out. I mean, that makes sense. I suppose. So we'll take blue. We'll take the letter and and open it. Um, okay, and uh, as you're as you're opening the letter in behind you, says you just hear this voice. Oh, hello, oh, hello. Gordon. I brought I brought Gordon. Um, are you okay? And he walks on. He's still holding your bucket of lard. Yeah, oh. um, I'm still guarding the lard. Um, yeah, keep Gordon. on top of that. That is good. Good guarding. Well, the Warforged, they didn't do a good job, did they? I'd have guarded better. You wouldn't have got in if Gordon had been there. Bloody Warforged. Should have hired yeah. you. Um, and uh, so the, the letter says, All right, babes. O-M-G. Audacious. Cranis uh, Kranis <laughs> is tearing the city apart, looking for Locke's body and you cheeky monkeys. I have a boat that can get you out of the plug hole. Meet Cali Star by the cat's pajamas at midnight tonight. Don't be late. Cali Star will be watching for you. Kisses. Well, what time is what it? What have you done to my character? <laughs> I absolutely... Stan. Sorry, Boa, you were great, but, like, you know, Stan. Stan moment. Or... Iconic. Arc of her. Uh, <laughs> so, Rothgon... Yep. Uh, you know the cat's... You know the cat's pyjamas. Um, it's a, a den of ill repute, owned by Lady Lovely. S. Um, and it's an area. It's in an area of town known as the Fur Favela, uh, which is a kind of slummy area on the outskirts of town, which is mainly inhabited by tabaxes. Oh. Um. Uh, you you've had some good nights there. Yeah, <laughs> but not with the not with the tabaxes. They just they're so their emotions are a bit all over the place. You know, it, it, you, you start something with them and then it just gets very volatile very quickly. And they're, they're not shy with the claws flammable. either. Fur is very huh? flammable. <laughs> I, yeah, I suppose it's not a great combination, tieflings and tabaxis. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get D&D cancelled. <laughs> so, so Rana, Rana, Rana says... Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so Rana says, you, you can't let Lux's body fall into... Lady S's hands. What's Lady S gonna do with it? And and uh, she, I don't know, but Lady S, she'll get you out of the city, but I wouldn't let her have Lox's body. We are well, not, not giving Lox's body to anybody. We have done whole heists so we can rescue Lox's body. We can take Lox's body back to Lox's family. Why would we give it to Pink Sparkly Lady? She's a very nice Pink Sparkly Lady, but this is our friend. 
we want to do the right thing. And um, Krongle died so we could do this thing. Ratsnik died so we could do this thing. He's not dead now, but um, he did the getting back up again. That was very... I didn't quite understand what was happening there. Um, but uh, what I am saying is I've lost my train of thought. Well, Blue's going to pipe in there and say, no, I'm with her. It's... We, uh, Lady S, she might have helped us out of a tight spot and she might be helping us out of the city, but she's still part of the seven. Kranis can do one. And uh, I, I couldn't, tr I don't, I, she may be helping us, but I, I don't trust her as far as I can throw her. And she's a tiny fairy, so I can throw her pretty fucking far. In all oh. fairness, Lana, I spoke to Lady S directly at the party and she seemed up for just fucking over Kranis, and that was her involvement to it. She felt that by us doing this to him, that she was going to get great enjoyment from it. But there is no way we are doing anything to, with Lox's body outside of Blue's command, which I believe wow. is Shuffle Stumps. You'll need to get out of the city, and it's the only boat. She's the only one who can get you out. Listen, we'll... Uh will accept her help but i'm not i'm 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 he, she's not getting anywhere near this body or any other bodies for that matter i you could stash the body in the city but how are we supposed to get the body out of the city with the manic the manic will come you, are you suggesting that we leave Lox's body when we've spent a long time getting Lox's body? We leave them with somebody else. We leave city. We get Murnix to come and collect it. This sounds. Hey, this seems like insanity to me. You you've set the city on fire. Quite literally, I think the Murnix will know by now. I mean, as long as. It's in a safe place that only Mernix can access, which they will have places across the city. We'll have safe houses, maybe. Is there a Mernix safe house we can um, get a, get into? There's only one place I know that Kranis would never go. And where is that? The Golden Quarter. Oh, been there. I, I, I went there with Grongle. It was um it was nice it was shiny um there were um there was a nice uh mr dragonborn there um whose name was uh darian golden boy which i thought was strange but i did not comment i was busy um and then when i met the um katsun carney lady um that was in the golden quarter it seemed it seems like a good place well what time is it it's 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 um it's early evening. Okay, Safe so I would say we get the body to the golden quarter. We ensure it's safe. Uh, and Ronit, you can ensure that it's the Mernigs who will be coming for locks. The Mernigs will come, and then we take S's boat and get the fuck out of here. Like I can't stress how much we have to get out of here. I can get you to. I can get you to K before you have to catch the boat. Is 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 K Kalistar? No. K is ancient. She has summoned you. 
Now I am very confused. Everyone is doing summoning. Can they just not ask now? Can they just say, hello, uh, we would like you very much if you would come, but you don't have to. What is with all the she summoning? Would, she would like you to come. Let's she would just, like you to come. Uh, let's just get all this done and get out of here. I agree. I agree, Rothgar. I'm... I'm... I, uh, my suggestion would be that... Ratsnick and Gordon take the take um Lux to the cat soon. You oh, three come with me. I met the cat soon. She is very nice. Yeah, that, she I will mean, look no. after Lux's body. As okay. Um and Luke, um you can feel or, or Ratsnick can feel this little um this little fox in his pocket like scurrying around like a little mouse. In there. Ooh. Hmm. I mean, he'll just sort of like pull the pocket out and just have a look to make sure it's all right. It's not like a scurrying because it's scrambling to get out or. No, it just looks or... quite happy. It looks quite excited. Hmm. Um, the rest of you can't see this. The rest of you see nothing. No, he'll. I mean, does. I mean, he'll do sort of an I guess I kind of check. He's just going to see if this has any, if he can sense sort of any bond to this creature to do with sort of anything that brung him back or anything of that sort. Just Arcana. Or what? What? Any um, any check you want me to? He's basically just trying to sense if he's almost like tapping into like 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 necromant like life energy yeah, and okay, things like yeah. that, and seeing if he's. Arcana. If he can sense any bond between his own life force and this creature, so that's a seventeen. Stephen Richardson, you had your your dice. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Luke can't roll badly. Stephen can't roll well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a seventeen. So yeah, I y y you definitely feel connected. You feel warm towards this thing. Um, it's a seventeen. That's quite high. You feel like you can feel. As you sort of think about this, you feel a connection to this, but you also feel something more, you feel there's some more power in your own magic, which is darker than this bond with this little fox. Ooh. Okay, so yeah, sensing that, he's just going to be a little bit, not wary of like the party, but wary of everyone else seeing this little fox. So he's just going to sort of, as he checks, as he pulls his pocket out to check, He's just going to very slowly close it back up and like act as if he was just checking, but nothing. Um, yeah, and he'll uh, he'll sort of nod to Gordon and be like, "I fancy a little detour. I found a way to round up my zombies. They're okay, unless you know what they're doing already." I'll come with you. Uh, where were your zombies last seen, sir? Um, leaving the uh, you know Crisis place. Oh dear. They were pretty good. They were on the way home, and then uh, obviously the death, and then the lost control. So I don't know what they're doing. Never died before. Oh, oh! I don't think we can go to the Overcity, sir. You'll definitely die. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Cronus is very cross. Mm. The guards are everywhere. Um, uh, uh, we we can go though. Should um, should we go? I'll do not. guarding of you and this bucket. Um, <clears throat> probably not. I mean, there's zombies. I get it back. I make more. It's fine. Onwards. Lead the way. 
so yeah, he he heads off down the tunnel with um, Ratsnick in pursuit. Okay. Um, and so uh, Rana says, "Would you? Are you gonna come to the Grove?" Yes. Let's go see K. Um, so yeah, so you um, you head off uh, down this you head off down this um, tunnel. Um, uh, Ratsnick's just ahead of you. Uh, they 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 head off to 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 the right. You head off to the left, and you're now going back down, sort of sloping down again. Um, and you're probably walking for about 10, 15 minutes, and then you come to what is basically quite a fast flowing um, river. And um, there's a boat um, just sat um on on the on the side there and uh, so rana says get get in yep rothcon gets in gets in um but she does say you know i have a complicated history with boats i i did not i'm i'm good on water you'll be fine with me blue yeah, she's gonna. She's she's uh, she's reached the point where she's kind of stopped arguing, and it's just she like it's all been a lot. She's just gonna get in the boat and and kind of do as she's told. She's frustrated because she's having to follow all of these orders, but she is in the sisters, and she does she does respect that that she has to go as she's told. But um, she's kind of just obeying now. Is, is Rana coming with us in the boat? Yeah, so Rana's at the front of the boat and she's sort of punting. She's got a long pole and she's punting along, but she doesn't have to do a lot. You're moving at quite a pace. Rothgon, uh, okay. Rothgon um, turns to blue and is just like, um, how are you holding up? Um, I've, she's, she'll, she'll turn and, and sort of say, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not going to deal with it just yet. But Pranis is going to pay. They're all going to pay. And then she's not saying anything else. So, and Rothman uh, doesn't pursue it past that. <laughs> and Morn, you're happy to sit with you and your thoughts as you. Yeah, more, little things are happening in Morn's head. Um, like she, uh, Morn's a soldier, and she's very, very used to her friends dying. Um, but it still, you know, it bothers bothers her a little bit. And she's also thinking about Locks because um, obviously, when she was in her egg, she made a little bargain with um, Salune for the the pretty snow globe that Locks would be okay um and so she's thinking about whether maybe lox isn't like dead dead because ratsnick wasn't dead dead um so she's 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 it takes it takes a lot to mull stuff over for morn she's um a creature of simple pleasures um, um, rana how long until we're there um uh, five minutes five minutes or so morn uh, do you have the papers that we uh, stashed from the temple a few days back? Oh, yes. Hang on. Um, and she takes a bag of holding off, off of her belt. Um, sticks her head in. Oh, no, that is no, that is biscuit recipe. No. Um, 
No collection of funny puppy photos. No. Ah, yes. He's here. And she pulls out the stack of paper and hands to Rothgon. Okay. Um, so obviously Rothgon only skinned, scammed, skinned, skimmed through them last time. And um, obviously he found that the cult was sending correspondence to somebody who was signing off just as H. Um, he's just going through those papers a little bit more and just see if he can find out any more information, just taking these five minutes to really study them and see if there's anything else he can pick up, because before it was just a quick skim before they were shoved in the bag. Uh, do an um, investigation check. Okie dokie. Come on, give me Luke dice. <laughs> I'm focusing now. Really want to focus. Fuck me. Five. So that woman, I think you're fine. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, man. You're overboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. I mean, again, you're quite. It's quite dark. You're moving at a fair pace down this uh, yeah. waterway. It's still sort of sloping downwards. Um, and yeah, you don't. Um, you, you don't anything uh meanwhile um luke and uh well sorry uh, ratsnick and gordon are uh, trotting along so gordon um are you okay where's your little friend um probably better off a little bit he died but oh i think i'm was... so i'm so sorry sir that's, that's okay i mean i gotta keep the ghost gross boys going on my own, I guess, but it's okay. Okay. Um, do well. I'll keep you safe, don't worry. And uh, it, God doesn't really know what else to say, sort of like, <laughs> it's all, it feels awkward. He wishes he hadn't really, wishes he hadn't really said anything at all. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so you. Uh, you bastard. Yeah! <laughs> Gordon. You head, yeah, you head up through the, you're sort of, you're, you're sort of sloping upwards and uh, you come to a door and um, you realise that behind this door that you can hear the hubbub of the Undertity. Um, so uh, Gordon opens it a crack and uh, he steps out and um, can you do me a stealth check, please, Luke? Ooh, yes. Is it? It is it like a, a stony sort of? Because uh, deep gnome, I've got advantage and stealth when I'm in sort of a stony. Yes. Oh, definitely. This is this is this is your environment. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, it's not done. I'll just roll again. Uh, so eighteen. Eighteen. So yeah, you're fine. You guys, you 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 stick to the shadows um, and you head up um, through some streets uh, towards the Golden Quarter, and you um, as you as you heading along there do me a perception check oh okay not very perceptive though ah uh, 15 okay. that's not bad 15. um so as you're heading towards the city um there's like a above the above the street there's like um a big uh sort of a big sign uh that sort of reads the golden quarter and uh they sort of uh, it's all in sort of gold lettering and there's these red uh lanterns that hang down from it and there's these two dragonborns stood either side of uh either side of the road um and on top of the sign you just spot a little red fox watching you coming towards i'll have a quick um, check his pocket a bit quick again uh yeah that fox is now like trying to peek out of the hmm. of your pocket um 
I mean, Gordon's Gordon. He's fine. He'll, Ratstick will sort of take the little fox out and just sort of sit it on his shoulder a little bit and just see what's up with that. And then... Yeah, I guess you just keep following Gordon. I, I, he's never been here. He's heard, obviously, Morn said, oh, it's okay and it's safe. So he's not... He's not tense or scared or anything like that. He's just... He's still in shock. Like, coming back from the dead is quite the ordeal. And he doesn't quite know what's going on. His eyes feel different somehow. He doesn't know because he hasn't seen a mirror yet. Um, yeah, he's just going to just follow Gordon. I would say you've noticed that you're taller. Yeah, I that's mean, it. Like, the, he, he doesn't quite know anything. But yeah, he, he feels a little taller. And he's like, that's sort of a, like, I'll, I'll come to that in a bit type thing. <laughs> so yeah, he, he's, he's going to take some time to process. But obviously, at the minute... I still a little bit off the adrenaline and just he's just going with the flow at this point. So yeah, you head up. Um, the the guards don't even really stop you; they just nod to uh, Gordon as he goes through, um, and you head towards this sort of um, sort of uh, temple pyramid shape in the center of the in the center of the um, in the center of of the Golden Quarter. Um, the other three, your boat's got faster, and it's getting faster, and it's getting faster. And Rothgum will slash the papers, give the papers back to Morn and said, uh, could you keep these safe for me, please? This isn't the and right then, environment. And Blue will have um, got, so she had to take like the top part of her, um, arm, her sort of armor of the night, I can't remember what it was called, uh, the armor of the darkest night um, off for the, for the parche, uh, but she will um, get that back from from Morn out of the bag holding and we'll just be like putting it on um and Rothgon so um uh Rana says hold on everybody hold on and Rothgon you can see that like not far ahead 15 feet away the water appears to just disappear what the what and you all now sense that you are going over the edge. Just make it quick. And you tumble over the... It's quite loud. <laughs> it's quite loud. I don't know if it was loud on the stream, but no idea. It's loud for me. <laughs> so you tumble, you sort of... This boat just goes over the edge and you are sort of... The whole boat is heading straight down and uh, you're sort of going for what feels like forever. And uh, you can see a circle of rock ahead of you and a pool in this uh, rock, sort of blue glowing pool. Um, and as you hit it, um, you find yourself. Oh. Oh. In really? on a you find yourself on a complete it's like you're like ah, falling 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 you hit this thing and suddenly the boat just slows to almost nothing and you're on this still um still uh, lake um and ahead of you is this arched bridge which reflects perfectly in the water 
um, and it sort of creates this circle. Um, I've got the inspiration, if you're listening online, from the Devil's Bridge in Germany. So you can look that up on Google. Or you can, uh, you know, you can check out the Twitch. It's nice. Um, but actually, what's weird is that it feels like daylight. Um, like, you can see the trees, like it's daylight, but there's stars and in the sky, and it's reflected in the water as well. Um, and as you are sailing along, um, do me a, uh, all three of you do me a perception check. Oh, gosh. Um, Moa, you can do it at advantage, please. Twenty-three. Ah, three for Rothgon. <laughs> this has really shaken Rothgon up, hasn't it? Yes, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I went into this knowing that he was going to be a wreck, so this checks. This checks. Uh, you might have to roll for Morns, because uh, my roll 20's just gone down. Okay. What's your um, bonus, do you know? Uh, that'd be really helpful to know, wouldn't it? Um, it's just coming back up, if you can bear with me just a couple of moments. Um... Here we are. Okay, here we Things go. Things like this won't happen when we're playing in person, so feel free to <laughs> um, donate to our Kofi to make that happen sooner. Yes, yeah, when we roll real <laughs> dice. So um, it's important to note here that I, I rolled an at one, and there's a very good reason for that, uh, why Morn is not being perceptive at all, and that is because she is debating over to whether to say out loud, you do know that I was found after shipwreck as a baby, so technically everyone I loved died on a boat. Did <laughs> uh, you and... love them if you didn't know them? <laughs> well, I mean, like, she's kind of assuming that you automatically love your parents as a baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what... That was rough uh, one, not Steven. Just, just... <laughs> uh... <laughs> what Moa, what uh, Blue sees is that just in the woodland, either side of you are various breeds of dogs. Just two or three that dash in and out of the uh, woodland. Um, and what I will tell you is directly, directly ahead of you is uh, a large uh, throne. Sat on it is a very elderly looking dragonborn. Um, and sort of uh, leaning uh, with her back against it is what looks like a huge ogre woman. Um, and um, you're sort of sailing towards, um, you're being punted along towards them. And I think we'll take a little break, shall we? Oh, right. I've, got to, I've got to put my dog somewhere that isn't my lap. And Morn's, sad, Morn's going to be sad that she didn't notice the dogs on the side of the river. She loves a puppy. Well, here's, here's my dog, so you can notice. Ah, Poppy the are we, puppy. Are we, are we off air now, or is this still happening on? No, this no, is still happening. Yeah, it's still on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, we'll be, we'll continue our just conversation. Um, <laughs> and you got to see Moa's lap and dog, which is yeah. nice. Um, for those of you who are into dogs or Moa's lap. Uh, so. And with any luck, Tony might get to do something in the second half. So come back in two Ooh. minutes to right. see. See you all in a bit. Mm. We're back. There we go. Okay. Hello. Welcome back from our little break, guys. Mm -hmm. um, a bit calmer now. This is a bit. We've moved into a bit of a calmer space. I hope from the last 
Oh, how long has it been? It's felt quite stressful for a few weeks, hasn't it? The last six weeks, yeah. <laughs> six weeks. Since Paul started DMing like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you float down uh, this uh, river. And um, as I say, there is um, a, uh, uh, yeah, this elderly dragonborn sort of um, sat on the throne, possibly asleep, could well be asleep. Okay. Um, and uh, we've got a little picture, we've got a little picture of, we've got a little bit of art for them. I'll show you the art and then Whoa. we'll go back to this page with the nice music. So here we are, That's a bit okay. of a hero forge. Hey. Oh, a hero forge moment. Oh, green um, dragonborn. Rothgon is just a what? Oh no, she's holding the scarf. I thought she had a hook. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Rothgon's gonna just say, uh, uh, "Rana, what did you say her name was again?" A K. Yes. Okay. Oh, um, do you know, I don't meet, I don't meet a lot of other dragonborn. I mean, like I say, I, I met that, that, that guy in the, in the, the golden quarter, but I don't normally meet other dragonborn. Green dragonborn. This is interesting. Yeah, interesting. Does Blue know who she is? Um, no. Oh, we close enough to uh, say hi yet? <laughs> would it be really I, weird if Morn just stood up in the boat and waved, "Hello!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you you float down and uh, you get to a point where Rana uh, sort of jumps out of the boat and uh, she's stood uh, she's stood in the water. So you're in a sort of big lake, but it, it's it's no depth now. It's kind of like a a few like maybe a few uh, maybe a few inches and. Um, Rana says, "Ah, you can water. You can clean your, clean yourself in in the in the in the waters. They're, they'll clean you." Yeah, Rothgon started doing that. <laughs> uh, blue. Yeah, yeah. Morn's definitely gonna like duck herself like as under as she can get, and then yeah. shake it out like a dog. We ain't so, no gross uh, boys. Rana hops up to the ogre, and uh, she uh, they sort of nod to each other, and uh, the ogre says, "So." This is them, is it? Oh, sorry, I've gone straight into the wrong voice there. Sorry. Uh, uh, let's. What's the voice? Um, uh, this is them, is it? And uh, Kay says, "Yes, the uh, these are Blues Pack." And uh, yeah, Kay wanted to see them. Kay. She nudges this dragonborn on the throne next to her. And uh, she wakes up. She stirs. Oh, Jesus Christ! What are you doing? Can't you see that I was sleep? Oh, they're here. Hello, welcome, travellers. I've been wanting to see you for some time now. Oh, hello. Hi, I'm also Dragonborn, but I am I'm different shade. I'm I'm liking the green. It is very cool. I quite like the blue, to be honest. I get quite quite bored of being green. I've been green for many years now. Nearly a thousand years I've been green. All I see is green. I look down at my hands, it's green. I look in the mirror, it's green. It's boring. I like like the blue. It's it's variation. 
I'm and sorry. Mon's a little bit horrified because she's a bit worried because she's ha- has hasn't got much experience with other dragonborns, and she's now worried that that's how long she'll live for. <laughs> I'm sorry. How old did you say you were? Oh, I'm lost. I've lost count now. It's got to be around about a thousand years, I think. Um, something like that. Kane, she's very, Kane. She's very old. She is very they're, old. Very old. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Be You're very with you, old. Baby, yeah. a thousand, over a thousand, just under. I, you kind of get bored of birthdays after a while, to be honest with you. It's, they take it out of you. Too many candles. Rothgon starts rummaging in his pockets um, and pulls out um, a coin purse that once belonged to Takaj. And Rothgon has spent all the gold pieces that are in there on disguise kits and fabric dye, except there is one medallion in this coin purse. And he just pulls this out and goes, does this mean anything to you? And it's the symbol of the Phoenix of Valencia. Wait a second, I need... Oh, I haven't got my glasses on me. I can't see that from that that distance, darling. Kane, Kane, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) Rothgon just (laughs) brings it a bit closer but he clutches it he just he won't let it go yeah Kay's just like properly squinting now oh I know that symbol I know that symbol well yes that means a lot to me Rothgon and when was the last time you spoke or saw any of your former friends? Oh, many years ago. Actually, not that long ago. Well, I can't remember. It. A lot of things happen, but it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. Um, I, I need a minute. And then Rothgon puts the coin back into his pocket and um, he doesn't walk away from the group. He just kind of like turns his attention. He's like, Ugh. Ugh. everything keeps coming back to him. Why does it keep coming back to him? But he's not saying that to anybody. He's just like having a moment. Um, Miss uh, Kay, I believe your Kay is your name. Yes, that is right. It's Kay. Just the letter K, there's no other... There's just... That's just it. I like this. It is simple. Simplicity is good. I am Morn, or Carouser Morn, which is a lot of... A lot of words and a lot of syllables. Quite difficult to say. Um, But you have asked us to come here. Actually, the word that Rani used was summoned, which I do not like a lot. Um, I do not like being summoned to places, but you seem nice, and you're on throne, so you're clearly important person, and also Dragonborn, which is nice for me, because I I do not get to see the other Dragonborn very often. I'm sorry, I'm a little excited. Oh, not just you, my darling. Also, Kane, did you use the word summoned? I do not like the word summoned, just like Morn here. It's very... It's very official. I don't like it. This was meant to be nice and kind of nice and chill, you know. I just wanted to. I just wanted to speak to him. Summoned. He's aggressive. He's aggressive. You know, she it's knows aggressive. she doesn't like our words. There's a big, this big half focus. You know, she doesn't like our words. Yeah, I exactly. know, but that's how. 
She stay with summoned. The pups must come. And Jesus, what is it with you and your bloody sisters? Always so bloody serious all the time. But yes. Well, I I have so, wanted to talk to you. Um, Kay, Kay, Kay wants to take. She wants you to each of you to go to a hut. That's right, isn't it, Kay? That is right. I I wish to talk to you in, in private. Nothing, nothing serious. Don't worry. It's not not a a big thing. I just I just want to talk to you and 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 you know. I just want to I just want to get to know you and know how you're feeling. I've been I've been seeing you for some time now. Just just in bits, but it's been getting stronger. And I just I want to see you in person, the flesh. I uh, I'm I'm Fireg. By the way. Uh, <laughs> Is that important? And she so she puts her hand out for Kay to get off the to help Kay down from the throne. Kay kind of uh oh sorry Kay Kay kind of looks at the hand and reluctantly takes it, not really wanting to. But she she's she has got a cane just by the uh, just by the side, so she has got some sort of like she can get up by herself as well. But she does take the hand. Go on, you help Kay. She has some things she needs to talk to you about. Blue will have been like pretty quiet through all this because she doesn't. She, she's she's kind of confused because it's 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 it's, re it's relating to the sisters, but she doesn't know this K, and she feels like if it was to do with the sisterhood, she would like be at least aware of her. Um. And she's kind of looking to Rana in like a, I, can we trust her? Sort of. Uh, yeah. Rana is like completely, Rana is completely at ease here. This is the first time you've probably seen her totally at ease. She obviously loves Virek. She loves being here. She loves, she's, yeah, completely at ease. Right. So relax a little bit at that, but she's still she's she's still wary. Which one of us would you like first? You, my darling, Rothgon, please come with me. Cool. I'll make sure the bolt does not go anywhere, Rothgon. Don't worry, I will not leave without you. Uh at this point it might be best you do. And then Rothgon walks off. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay. Yes. Yeah, so she. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Uh, Rothgon and um, uh, uh, Kay sort of um, hobble off, or Kay sort of hobbles off with Rothgon, um, walking along next to it, and um, the uh, and uh, Rana. Rana says, um, "Will you be all right with them? I just need to stretch." And uh, Vic um, says, yeah, you can leave them with me. Oh, I, we, we are we are fine here. I, Blue, I don't know about you. I am I'm fine here. It's nice lake. Um, I could do with washing a little bit more, so that is good. I think I have <laughs> some soap in this bag of holding somewhere. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna find her soap and just um, give herself a bit of a bath while she's waiting. Um, uh, so, uh, oh, go on, go on, Blue. I was just gonna. Say Blue's going to kind of um, approach the ogre and, and and Rana and say, "Listen, I um, 
I don't need to be watched like a child, um, but I will stick around. Um, you've no fear of that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about her. <laughs> Firex says, "You're not wrong about her. I like her." And uh, Rana says, "She's a pain in the ass." <laughs> and uh, Rana just sort of stretches out her limbs, and as she does, as she does, you see like fur going up her arms and up her, her back, and uh, she sort of stands, and she is this. She, she's huge. She's over Virek. She's this enormous sort of wear dog, um, covered in sort of it's it sort of um, it, you can see a green hue to to the fur and this sort of emerald eyes. And um, she just sort of howls uh, at the night and just disappears off like on all fours straight into the woodland around the grove. Wow, big <laughs> puppy. <laughs> she was huge and um yeah rothgon and um uh Kay, you come to a uh you come to Kay's abode uh yeah the so Kay, where Kay lives is basically a giant hollowed out tree so there's a door there's like a massive tree like maybe like a, a redwood or something of that sort like so huge um, and there's like a, a, a doorway made from wood and stuff in there. Um, and as you enter, you kind of get it's it's warm. It like it's 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 like warm in there. It feels warm. It's cozy. Um, it's quite small, although for a dragonborn, it's it's small. So it's compa in comparison to a tiefling, it would be quite big. Um, but yeah, there's you can just see like there's a, a fireplace in the corner with with a pot a metal pot with some water bubbling in it. There's a table in the center with with two chairs, um, and in in the center of the table is like a little um, clay pot with some flowers in it, and it's very homely. It's just it's just a nice little um, house home, really. It's nothing special at all, but it, it's it is what it is, and it's where Kay lives, and it, everything basically you've seen is made by Kay. Um, there's occasionally some bits that look like maybe they shouldn't have been made. And they've been brought to her by the sisters, but yeah, it's 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 a nice little place. Uh, would you like to sit down now, Rothgon? Yes, yes, I would. And he kind of slumps into a chair, hands in pockets. Um, more, I wouldn't say childlike, but there's no bravado to Rothgon anymore. He's um, he's mostly terrified still not of k um but he's just terrified of all the signals he's been getting for the past couple of weeks um and he just sort of like mutters out um so i know who you are do i need to do a bit more of a formal introduction or have you do you know oh i know who you are rothgon i do uh, obviously we've never met but i i've i i get visions you see of, of yeah. things and i've seen you and i've seen the journey you and your friends have been on um i am very sorry about your friend by the way uh i can't imagine how difficult that was uh i'm sorry it wasn't that difficult he stabbed one of us and sent me to hell so <laughs> hey. i just no not all of us are as sentimental as the other as as each other um <laughs> i mean no it, it is sad uh gongle 
had his uses, and obviously, it's gonna leave. It's gonna leave a hole with Blue, which I hope she can work through. And I believe Morn even bonded with him. And there was something quite fun about how ridiculously chaotic he was. Um, but I'm kind of distracted at the moment. I thought I was able to run away from a problem, but I'm getting lots of signals pulling me back to my family. I... I know what you mean, Rothgon. Uh, you're... I... I don't know what's happening with your father, but, um... He's... I'm disappointed in him. I am. I've, I can sense him. He's going down a dark path. Not one that's necessary. Not one he needs to, but... He is, and I, I fear more for you than anybody that you're the only one who can bring him back to the light, as it were. Okay, I mean, I know I look good, but I'm merely only 30. You knew him a thousand years ago. That's a lot of darkness, and I can assure you, I'm pretty sure he's not coming back. Not from anything I've seen, anyway. Believe me, Rothgon. If anybody can do it, it's you. Would you like something to drink? Uh, a cup of tea, maybe? Something something a bit stronger? I've got uh, some bottles. Got some what? <laughs> I've got some bottles here, but I, I don't know. They're thousands of years old. Uh, the label's worn off, but we can just guess. It might be fun. Sounds like perfect time to brew as long as it's not blood oh no don't we don't i'm i'm vegan we don't do that we don't do blood here um my brother's the same yeah uh, growing up in our family it's enough to turn you vegan i can imagine um right uh she she picks up uh a cup from from the this like a little uh, shelf she picks up a, a cup and she grabs one of these bottles open that uh, just uh takes the top off, takes the cork out, has a sniff of it, just in case. Um, she kind of goes, it's alright, and then just pours you a, pours you a decent amount as well. She's, she knows, she knows what you, what you need. And she just sets it down in front of you on the table. I have no idea what that is, but it smelt alright, so I'm sure it won't kill you. And then she kind of like, just pat, uh, just sort of, kind of pats him on the shoulder. No, nothing like, to it, it just sort of a you know there we go Rothgon will take a sniff and um a gentle sip and this is this is whiskey that has been laid down for a thousand years oh god the good stuff then it is peaty to say the least <laughs> <laughs> not the good peaty. stuff <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you know, like you've, 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 uh, you've been drinking with locks before. You know, this is good stuff. <laughs> oh, um, so uh, what do you want to chat about? I just want to talk to you, bro. I, I just want to know how you're feeling. You know, I, I, as I said, I've seen you and you, and your path that your friends have been, ta you and your friends have taken, and I just, I just want to know. If you're all right, and if 
there's uh, anything that you want to get off your chest to just just to get it out in the open, you know? Hmm. Um. My father wasn't much of a talker, was he? Oh God, no. He was. Yeah. He was there. Uh, he, 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 he he liked to keep himself to himself, but occasionally we'd uh, we get to know him a little better. But you know, you work with somebody, you're close colleagues with somebody. You uh, you do. You two tend to get to know them a bit. And what was he like a thousand years ago? Well, he was he was a bit of a cocky bastard, I'll tell you that. Um, and that was Scottish, so that accent. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to clearly, the accent lottery table. Clearly related to uh, to Gary Brielle. Um, oh yeah, no, he's a bit of a cocky bastard, you know, a bit arrogant. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, he was... He he fought the good fight alongside alongside us, you know. And uh, I haven't seen him for a while, but uh, like I say, I can see things and I can sense things, and he's one of them. Yeah, his presence is all around, and that's the thing. He's <laughs> literally got eyes and ears everywhere across the aisles. Um, and I worry for my friends. <laughs> they think the Seven is the worst thing we faced. And I just... I know that my father is much worse. Oh, I have a, I have a song... A th song? A strong feeling that you and your friends will be able to, to get through most things. I feel like you've gone through a lot, and even if times get tough, times get really tough, you'll be able to get through it. So while this is while you're having your uh, chat, um, we will come back to you, Luke. Don't worry. That's fine. Um, I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to the grove. Uh, so um, uh, Thirak as uh, sort of is now sitting, uh, sort of sort of sitting on the throne, sort of slumped on the throne. She says, "So." Um, so, Morn, you want to join? Do I want to join what? <laughs> the sisters. Blue's brought you here. Oh, yes. Well, you see, a little while ago, I was sitting inside a giant egg. And <laughs> I was cross-legged. And I was having a little chat to Paladine, but he was not chatting back. And then... um. What happened was suddenly I was somewhere else and Sulune came and spoke to me and um, it seems like um, Sulune seems like a, a good sort and Paladine did not stop me from saying I would follow her and that is who Blue follows and Blue is a sister so um, I think the short answer is yes. Very good. One day I could be your... One day I could be your vetch. My, uh, my, my, um, sorry, I don't think I heard that correctly. Did you say bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we don't use that word here. Oh, but that is named for Lady Puppy. Um, so it is not bad word. Um, how could anything be bad if it makes more puppies? <laughs> we don't use the, we don't use the words of our oppressors. Oh. <laughs> I see. I understand. I think. 
Um, this is okay. I will not use that word. This then. is where not- Paul schools schools Joy Amy on the sexism. <laughs> <laughs> not Joy Amy. Not Joy Amy. Morn. Let's be very clear on this. Schooling Morn on sexism. <laughs> oh God, this magical. <laughs> Luckily, I've already written it for this episode so far, so <laughs> I might be changing the ending. Um, <laughs> Morn. Um, so Morn, Morn is kind of, um, she's drying herself off with a couple of leaves she's found, basically, while she's having this conversation. So um, Blue here is your Kusith. She leads your cell. Yes, this um, I have picked up from various things that I have heard people say. Um, not that I like to eavesdrop, but I have very good ears, you know. Um, um, R- Rana is her fetch. Oh, I see. So, like... Um, uh, let's say uh, Blue is my captain and Rana is her general. And one day, I think you could be a captain and I could be your general. And she sort of gets up from the throne and she walks towards you. And she is she's a good foot taller than you. Ooh. She says, you look like you've got a strong arm. And she sort of hits you on the... on on. On, on the sort of on your armor basically oh yes uh as to you my friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was like a meeting of bang of, of the <laughs> males just we fight we fight for we fight for those who can't fight for themselves does that sound like what you want to do Morn? that sounds like a very good thing to do I mean, the people who can fight for themselves, sometimes they need help too. But mainly, if I bump into people who look like they're a little bit of a... What is the word? Mess? Then I do try and um, and help. I have this little friend, Ratsnick. He is um, um, he is not dead anymore, but he is disgusting. Um, and I sometimes worry that he might fall to pieces, so I have to be careful. And then my friend Rothcon, um, he is very, very powerful, but um, if things get up close to him, sometimes he is a bit squishy, so I try and stand in between Rothcon and things that might squish him. What I like to She sort of drifted off in the middle, and then she went, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's what I like to hear, Morna. She now hits you on both. Blue! She, summers, she sort of goes, Blue! And Blue will sort of sigh um, and can come over. You've done so well, Blue. Has Rana's told you how well you've done? Um, She's not big on the positive reinforcements. Oh, she is a grumpy old sod. <laughs> but, but you they... say that. I'm not really um, at liberty. No, you shouldn't say it. She wouldn't be happy with that. But no. um, you, uh, she's, uh, she, she's not... Has she told you what the council said? No. It it's not it's not my place, but you found the you found the call. I found the call. From the from the from the tieflings. The tieflings had the message, the call from the girl, from the child. I mean, Blue might have known about this, but Moa has no idea what you're talking about. So, uh, this is to do with the poem, the poem that... Yes. So, (laughs) you would know. So, Blue, Blue would know that that message is something that only um, 
that is a prayer to the Sisters of the Night. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. And any woman can pray it, and the sisters will come and assess whether, like, the job she has yeah. for them is worthy of them and whether they'll take it. Um, the worthier the job, the less they charge. So some, if they think the person can't afford it or the job is, they'll take it on the merits. Um, and But once the sisters, once a, a cell accepts, the the call they will the cell is duty bound to fulfill that forever until it's fulfilled they cannot deviate from fulfilling the uh the call um and um so she says uh, so the council have agreed that you are to assess the call find the child assess their worth the worthiness blue. of their of their cause blue will be like quite taken aback by that um because the um uh she's kind of not led that yet um and she's gonna say right oh thank you um I'm 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 honest and I'm honored. You're not as much of an arsehole as she said. <laughs> <laughs> that was just Paul being silly. Uh, she says uh, Um she says um she sort of looks she looks, she looks at her watch as if her wrist as if she's got a watch as miming look at her wrist uh you can even see it on the screen or oh, so don't worry about it right come on paul focus um she she says to uh she says to morning uh, she says um, you should go go and um go and see uh go and see k go and see k and uh rothgon can come back here your your time with us is fleeting Okay. And um, she, she directs you just though there's like a quite a, a really nice looking path leading through the trees that you saw. Well, I will be back. I will return um, quickly. I'll send Rothgon back this way, but do you know what he's like? He might wander off. Please stop him from doing so. It gets very complicated when he wanders off um, and Morn heads off to the hut. So, meanwhile, Ooh. elsewhere in the world uh ratsnick um you've arrived at uh the Katsun's um place and uh you're greeted by this incredibly tall creepy looking woman whose ro eyes have rolled back in her head as she's just sort of stood in front of you and gordon hmm. and i think this is too relaxing this music hang on let's <laughs> let's change it Okay. Are, you, are you saying the Katsune's not relaxing? Because I, I find her very relaxing. Oh, that's good. I don't. She tried to trick me. <laughs> uh, so uh, the Katsune, so the, so the the lady sort of eyes come out. She's, the Katsune's, the Katsune, I can't remember what her voice was. Anyone? I know you want to twitch. Remember what voice I gave this woman. Eerie. Uh, she's, 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 she's just something Ariel. 
Who's in the castle? 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 Who's in looking forward to seeing you and uh, she sort of just gestures for you to go in through the doors yeah right since you looked at gordon is gordon coming with or is gordon yeah. staying here gordon's sort of um looking around um and he's sort of waiting for your he's there to guard you so he's sort of waiting for your instructions oh she's a bit, she, he's, he's obviously she's a bit scary isn't she oh yeah a bit should we, should we go in well, I've done it once today. Let's go. He's <laughs> just sort of like deep breath in, deep breath out, and then yeah, walk on through. Um, so yeah, you come in, and the cat scene uh, is this uh, fiery-haired uh, uh, woman. She's sat on a sort of throne. Um, she has a dress that sort of um, splits into all these um, furry sort of um, bits that hang off the bottom. I can't even think what how are those bits of a dress. What's that bottom bit of a dress called? The skirt. The hem, the skirt bit of the dress is in all is in loads of different bits. Terrible description. She's got a furry uh collar. She says, Welcome Rothgon. That's not his name, but <laughs> Brain! My bloody brain. Welcome Ratsnick. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, um, I told, uh, by the, yeah, the weather's frog to come this way. I don't go on with me. He's good. Welcome, Gordon. Oh, hello. <laughs> Gordon looks really nervous. He just, he feels out of place. He feels too big and cumbersome for this kind of, the whole place just has this kind of cool, Edge, and she's got kind of a, a magical vibe. Mm. You um, wanted me for uh, No, no, you came to me. I believe you have something for me. Um, I mean, is this is this it? Is it because I mean, they've been sort of not a uh, um, how to put it. Does the, the room sort of give off uh, whether he's seen sort of any fox-esque things that match with the little red fox he's got? Uh, no, I mean, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, the room is, is shiny. It's like got a kind of shiny floor. The walls are, um, again, they're, they're, they're like a, uh, they're sort of like a soft, uh, stone. And then the ceiling sort of looks like it might be some sort of reddish metal. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just her in this room. Hmm. Um, the, I suppose if you're for the only the thing that would remind you of the fox is the fur on the collar of her coat. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna sort of see the. He just sort of like take the fox onto his hand and just sort of is this it? And she says, "Ah, you found one of my children." Ah. Yeah. I mean, um, I I can't take any credit. Um. I died like I don't know, about half hour ago, and it is in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, uh, Luke! <laughs> she's, so the fox jumps up and is now running around, up and down around her, looking really excited. And she just um, puts the she just speak really whispers to the fox, and it comes running back and into your sort of scampers up your clothes and into your pocket again. Is that right? You'll want my you'll want my help going forwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say we can get any help. My, ch- my child will remain with you. Okay, um, just so you know, I ain't got a mess reputation looking after things. Um, like, I lost, uh, I lost some friends, you know, I, I, I have zombies, so. If you don't expect amazing things, then yeah, leave with me. <laughs> She'll be perfectly safe with you. Good. Good, 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 good. And you'll need my assistance. Ah, I mean, do you know where we're going next? Because, I mean, I'm pretty out of it at the minute. <laughs> um, come, come, come closer. Okay, how far away is, is she at the minute? You're probably about uh, 10 feet from her. Yeah, um, he'll slowly, like, he's, it's almost like he's not starting anything yet, but he's sort of just going through, like, his defensive spells are rolling through in his mind at this point to make sure he's, like, on it if something goes off. So he's not, he's not casting or anything like that, he's just, like, he's just gonna make his way forward. He'll go until she stops, otherwise he'll just go, like... Right so as you as your move, she sort of steps off the throne and she's looking you dead in the eyes as she's walking towards you. She's not tall, she's only like five two. She's not okay. much taller than uh you, and as she comes close, she's gonna reach out her hand to touch your face. Really gently, no speed with it. I mean he'll just like he'll he'll like tilt his head to the side a little bit, but he's not gonna like completely shy away. He'll just stand probably hold his breath. Okay, and uh, she just so she puts her hand really gently on your face. You've never been touched this gently before, like ever. It's kind of weirdly tender and motherly, and somehow you feel like it feels good. It it feels right. It feels cozy and nice, which is a kind of weird feeling, I guess, for rats. Nick, he doesn't do cozy or nice or loving or kind. No, absolutely no. It, It it's it's. Yeah, cold and dead most of the time. So, yeah. so she, she, she says, "Let me, let me see your eyes." And she looks, just looks, just she's a few inches from his face, just looking into his eyes. And then, and, and uh, you're kind of mesmerized, not magically, but just this is a weird situation for you to be in and kind of nice you kind of like it yeah I mean, and, uh, yeah he's like he's let his guy like he's he's exhaled he's like the shoulders have stopped tensing up and yeah he's he's cautious but he's at ease now and so she's gonna go back and she just sort of sits on her throne and says you want me to look after something for you um yeah Mm-hmm. And he'll just sort of put the portable hole down and just give it like 
a, a tap with his foot to sort of open it as it like rolls out and as soon as it finishes rolling out it then just like it's almost like it just goes from a black like carpety type thing to it instantly pops and you can see all the contents inside I see so she just she she just twists her hand and lifts it and as she does the bubble with Lox's body lifts out from the um, hole and she says I can keep this safe until you return or until the money comes yeah I mean <clears throat> it's uh, it's less people trying to hunt us down for it so good goodbye me and she just twists her hands around each other. And as she does, you see uh, these sort of fiery barks uh, whizzing around this thing. And it just, and it's gone. It's disappeared. Locks his body in the bubble. Hmm. Did you see fiery fox just then, like, whispering around it? So fiery sparks. Oh, sorry. Uh, and uh, But as you're looking, it has the same feel to the magic. That sort of the, the fox in your pocket and... Yeah, he's just he sort of watches it like to start with he's in awe of the type of magic and then he's like Um either reason I'm not dead anymore. And we'll hold that thought. <sighs> and we'll go to we'll go to Morn who's arrived now arrived at the hut. Um so and, and, so and Morn's outside. Oh, yeah, so did um, you want to you can say more, Stephen. It's fine. You're just a, one little thing. So I've gone. I think maybe like he notices Morn's outside and is like, "Oh, um, I guess my turn's up." To Kay. Kay wakes up. Kay has genuinely drifted off. Jesus Christ! Oh, Rothcon, you're still here. I am so sorry, my darling. I must have. I must have. Just nodded off there. No, nothing on you. Old age gets to you, though. Sometimes, it, yeah. It's, uh, no, it, yeah. It's, you're you're rather um, seasoned. Um, I'm old as fuck. Just say it, darling. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. Um, but then she, yeah, she kind of, kind of, she's, she's like, she's, he, so Rothcon yeah. sort of just stands up um, in front of uh, Kay and says, I, "This is going to sound." weird it just it's all this talk of family and and knowing that like you've got a lot of involvement in, in history with, with my family and stuff i i, I don't know it, it's it's just can i have a hug <laughs> sorry um, oh, absolutely my darling you come here and she at this point she has she sat down so she kind of pushes herself up quite Difficult. She she grabs her cane, which was like just leaning against the wall next to her, and she she kind of hobbles over to to Rothgon, who I imagine is quite a bit shorter than Kay. Actually, I don't know how tall Rothgon. Five foot, five foot ten. Yeah. Yeah, Kay's where she she was in a prime. She was seven foot, so I'd say probably just just under that now. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a proper like, yeah, yeah, just into the um the middle section. <laughs> yeah, she's just kind of she's just kind of like yeah. She just kind of tenderly puts one of her massive claws just <laughs> very gently on the back of his head and just kind of like, you know. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't okay. squeeze too hard because she's scared that she'll just break him. But like, you know. Um, and yeah, when she's there, she kind of just says, just, 
the phoenix is rising. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Morn's turn. And um, <laughs> as he walks out, he just swipes the bottle of whiskey from the table. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. But under the circumstances, you can keep it. It's okay. Cheers, darling. Can I, I just uh, say, can I just say that Grongle died and I did not shed a tear at all. Rothcon asks for a hug. <laughs> my nose is tingling and my eyes are wet. <laughs> what does that say about me as a person? <laughs> Grongle, um, gone and forgotten. Love you, Connor. Um, so uh, as Rothgon kind of goes past Morn, she will. Oh, okay. I'm um, a uh, knock at the knock. Hello. Yeah. I assume yeah, the door, door of the door of stayed open. So yeah. just yeah, and he just marches on without. Yeah, he'll he'll make eyes with Morn, but there's no conversation. Morn, my love, come here. Come. How are you, my darling? How are you feeling? Hello. This is a very nice little place. Thank you. I, you know, I made all of this furniture myself. You see that? No. Metal? You see that axe there? And, and she just points to this this massive, like, great axe that's on the wall. She's like, I used to use that as a weapon. Great. Turns out it's great for carpentry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think same can be said of flail. Maybe I need to get a new weapon. No, I feel like a flail's destruction and that's it. There's nothing more you can do with it, really. But it does look pretty bloody cool, so... <laughs> She's just going to swing it a little bit in a little circle and then put it back in its, in its holster. Okay, it's going to just kind of do a little tiny, tiny little, just like little clap. Um, right, Morn, would you would you like a seat, my love? Oh, yes, this looks very comfortable. Thank you. Thank it you, is very man. comfortable. Yes, well done. This is good carpentry. Oh, thank you. Um, would you would you like a cup of tea, Morn, or or, a, or or something like that? Oh, actually, I have the perfect thing for you. And uh, Kay kind of walks towards this this cupboard that's on the on the wall, and she opens it up, and uh, she Morn can't see what she's doing, and you hear some rustling of packages, and you hear something something land onto a plate and then she turns around and what she's got in her and what she's got in her hand is a plate covered in i can see already you know what's coming <laughs> covered in um shiny pink biscuits <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she comes and she puts it just just on the table there's i know that those are your favorite morn got them this just is... especially for you I've had quite a hard day. This is very good of you. Thank you. And she will put her claws into um, the middle of five of them. So one for each finger. Um, and then just put them all in her mouth and crunch and swallow. Mm. Mm, it's very good. It's very good. You wanted to talk to me. I mm. did, Morn. I just I just wanted to ask you how you were doing. And oh. For starters, you know. Just like oh, things have been tough recently, and as I said, as I said to your friend Rothgon, I, I've seen a lot of what you've been through recently, and I know you've lost people, uh, Grongle, Tokaj. I, I just want to say, I mean, Locks as well. I, I just wanted to see how you were coping with it all. It's been a lot recently. The thing is, I was raised that soldier. You kind of get used to friends dying every day, but 
it is harder when they are smaller than you and you have promised that you will protect them and you're not able to. So there was Lox who, you know, he was, uh, he was a friendly sort of fellow, but that kind of friendly that attracts um, um, the ladies, uh, that kind of friendly. Um, a, a player, I think is the word. Um, <laughs> I know, I know the type. <laughs> but then, of course, he was, uh, he, he died, and that is partly my fault. Um, because I, I wouldn't say that, Moon. No, well, you know, it's my job to look after these people, and, and, and then Tokash, who was very brave little, little, um, Cobalt, uh, he was a coward, but a very brave coward. It, it takes a lot of, <laughs> in order to be brave, you first have to be afraid, and he was very, very afraid. <laughs> so, he's sad when he die. And then... Grongle, who was complicated little fellow, but I was starting to get to know him. Um, and I, I liked the strange little man. And now he is gone, and he, he died doing a very, very brave thing. And this is hard, because I am trained to carry on. But I feel like there should be something. I should be able to get angry at somebody, or at least give them a telling off or something. I know what you mean, Mon, and I know it, it may be little comfort to you now, but I know that every single one of those people would absolutely not blame you in the slightest for what happened. They know full well you were trying your best, and if you could, you would have protected them all the way to the very end, and it was just unfortunate, and life goes on, but we will always remember those we have lost. It is nice to know. And when you see life goes on, do I have to live to be thousands of years old? Because I think that would be very tiring. <laughs> oh, believe me, darling, it is. But it, it, don't worry. I'm I under special circumstances, and uh, yeah, don't don't worry. And your normal dragonborn lives to about eighty, I'd say. Then it's a, it's a nice long life, but it's not too long. It doesn't get boring. It doesn't get tedious. You know, it's it's. <laughs> You don't have to fill your time with finding new hobbies, you know, you know, the like. It, I just don't oh, worry. I was kind of hoping for a bit longer. But well, I'm sure if you uh, if you eat, if you if you have a nice, a good diet and you do your exercises, I'm sure you can live a bit longer. That's uh, that's a bit bit of advice from 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 old K there. Um, <laughs> but Morn, if I'm I, to be serious for a minute, I, I just want to say that I am. I'm really proud of you. You, in my eyes, you are the definition of a true dragonborn. You know, back back in my day, when I when I was in my prime, the dragonborn, we were a strong race. We used to be fearsome warriors. We used to we used to ride into battle on the back of, of elephants, mainly because horses couldn't take the weight. But <laughs> and now Dragonborn uh, just they just walk around like 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 the sun shines out of their assholes and there's no there's no passion there's no fire there it's just pride and not not like good pride like the sin pride it's <laughs> it's just not but Morn I know that if anybody 
can bring, restore that... Can't think of any words. Um, that, uh... The old way the Dragonborn used to be, that the warriors that people used to fear and admire, it's you. You are the less true Dragonborn in my eyes, Pokemon. Someone's like really puffed up, <laughs> like proper <laughs> puffed up by this. Like, oh, I do not know about Dragonborn very much, but I like this. I will, I have always done. Uh, what I have been guided to do by Paladine and now by Solune. Uh, I have never ridden elephant, but uh, never say never. I think uh, if I saw an elephant, I would ask it if it was okay if I would have a ride on it. Um, I, I think would, that I'd would be, be careful around. I'd be careful around elephants. They can be a little bit dangerous, but definitely give it, I'd say give it a go. I, I'm sure you could take <laughs> a few swings of the trunk if it does go for you. It'd be fine. Just I, you only live once, don't you? So might as well. well. It depends. <laughs> I, my my I friend Ratsnik, he died about two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did I did see that. Uh, he really is disgusting, isn't he? <laughs> but, uh, yes. Oh my god. You know, the, the phoenix is rising. I don't know what that means. Don't know what, what means. You said the phoenix is rising? I don't think I did. I think I would have remembered if I if I said something like that. I may have soap in my in my ear hole. Oh Hang on. God. Okay. Um well thank you very much, Kay. Uh would you like me to go and ask Blue to come see you? I would like to see Blue, yes. If you if you wouldn't mind, my dear, that would be excellent. Thank you. Thank you very much. And um, she hesitates as she turns away and she turns back and she goes on one knee um, and puts her shield in front of her, um, almost like a, a kind of um, a genuflection um, to Kay. Like, I promise I will uphold the old authority of the Dragonborn in your name, Kay. She slams oh. on the front of her, uh, her shield and stands up. Thank you for the biscuits. Kay, off she goes. No, okay. before before you go, Kay just puts a puts a a, a claw on uh, Morn's shoulder and just says, "I know you'll do me proud, Morn." And then that's a go. Morn like strides back to that that lake. She's like, "Yeah, boy." <laughs> So while this has been happening, um, uh, I forgot what I called the character. Uh, Virag has uh, got has picked up this huge um, spear, which must be, I mean, it must be fifteen foot long, and um, she's basically um, off. She's just uh, she says, "Come, blue, show me what you can do," and as she's sort of spinning this spear around her around her head. She blue's gonna stand um and just like what is it you want from me? And then uh Vireg just swipes your feet out from under you. <laughs> Come on, Blue. While we're waiting, let's spar. 
Uh, I want to see if uh, she can uh, dodge out of the way of of the swipe. Can I? Uh, you can do an athletics check. I'm oh, gonna go Afro- go acrobatics, I guess. Whichever you want, you want. Um, I'll stick to athletics sixteen. Oh. Uh, yes, you managed. You just managed to sort of jump this thing. You land sort of unsteadily, and she um, says, "And she, uh, what are you playing at? I, I'm really not in the mood." And uh, so she, um, she now she's turned the butt round to you. She jabs you in the stomach with the butt of the um, spear. She says, "You can never not be in the mood." I don't know where this voice came. You can yeah. never not be in the mood. I, I don't need to fight you right now. I've got a lot on my plate. Would you li- just leave it out? Is <laughs> is Roth gone anywhere near back to the beach? Yeah, you, yeah, you've sort of you've appeared. Swigging. Um, <laughs> interrupting something. Ah, the cur won't fight, and she's just she's there. Uh, uh, that she um blue's gonna she's gonna take out her rapier and basically like put it under um Virig's chin and just say I'm not gonna fight you. Um Okay stop, do... while, you, stop while you've got the chance. Chance? Chance chance <laughs> Okay, so do a uh, do an attack. I don't wanna attack her. No, you're not I... attacking her, but it's just to see if you're successful. Is that a weapon attack or is that more of like yeah, a weapon? Yeah, intimid- a weapon attack. Okay. It was really chill for this, uh, <laughs> this mm. altercation. <laughs> yeah. It's chill music, isn't it? Yeah. 24. 24. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you get this sword right up underneath Virig's chin and you say, you say that and Virig just laughs and uh, just moves her chin off your sword and sort of goes back and sits on the throne. <laughs> um, do, do you have a minute, uh, Blue? And she'll, she'll put the rapier away and... God. Um, and say... Um, uh, yes. What's uh, <laughs> Just feeling all sorts of feelings uh okay very relaxing very old odd but relaxing it was, it was good to talk to somebody and, and talk to somebody about actual things um and uh i said back in dark side manor that uh there's something worse potentially coming for us and you know what it is? I think I'm pretty sure it's my father. Oh. Uh, and how bad is that? Pretty bad. Uh, we were once at a restaurant and the waiter got the order wrong and he killed him with a word. He just said, stop. And the waiter died. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, so what do we? What what can we do? What's do you know what he's planning to do? I honestly thought he was happy in his corner of the world, uh, serving Mephistopheles and uh, reaping the benefits of being head hon. Well, not quite head honcho, but uh, consort to the Church Knight, but. It seems that the tieflings we attacked were an offshoot that might be answering to him. Wait, so hang on. Who exactly is your father? His name is Harkness von Ryder. He's a vampire. And this is why Kay knows of him. She was once a teammate of his in a hero team for some time ago. Um, a, wait, a, a vampire? Yeah, vampire. And, but, but, oh, uh, Blue's gonna be kind of stopped in her tracks a, a second. Um, and he is the lord of, of something? Uh, no, no. Uh, my mother is the head of the Church of Darkness. She kind of rules um, the society of uh, my people. It's a matriarchal society, but uh, obviously my people are obsessed with escaping death, avoiding it, uh, prolonging life as long as possible, necromancy, all of this. Any sort of perversion of death is seen as uh, ultimate freedom, rebellion, uh, and obviously, someone who's as old as my father, he has a lot of clout. Um, okay. So, uh, this, we're going to cut back then to, uh, <laughs> to Luke. Gross boy, yeah. Uh, the gross boy, the one and only. Uh, <laughs> I don't like him about uh, this. Uh, Ratsnick just, what did Ratsnick just say? Um, uh, she, he asked her if she had something to do with him coming back. To life. Um, and she, she, she says, uh, she just says, a deal's a deal. <gasps> um, um, I don't know, maybe uh, nothing about no deal. I mean, not that I'm arguing, I mean, life's life, but a deal. My sister got to you. Ah, and is that, um, from your perspective, a pretty good thing, pretty bad thing? Should I be worried? My sister's not a good... My sister is my other half. Uh -huh. She's not good. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, I mean... And I see, I see her in your eyes. Ah. Okay. Like, figuratively or like, uh, you know, <clears throat> actually, there. Uh... Hmm. I see things on more planes than you see things. So what's figurative to you is reality for me. Should I be um worried about this or... Pretty glad about this, or 
you've got a path to choose. Oh, good. That's, I mean, that's choice, yeah. It's pretty good. The road you're going down will lead to a way to be free of her, but you might choose her way. I see great darkness in you. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I did some stuff. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, they're pretty good people I'm with, and I do, I do a bit of good, I guess. The choice is yours. But my child will be with you. Going to see many things, Ratsnick. Many choices lie before you. Okay. Yeah, I mean... Okay. Um... Uh, we'll, we'll leave... We'll, unless you want to say something else, we'll leave it there. No, he's just going to flounder for a while. He is <laughs> not knowing what to do. Uh, and so, yeah, Morn, you arrive back to uh, the other two in the glade. Um, okay, ready to have a little chat. Um, she's got those nice biscuits with the shiny pink stuff on, so if you want one, you just ask. Um, um, Blue's, she's just gonna, she's, she's done with this shit. Like, <laughs> it's just like, why am I being involved? <laughs> Fucking principal's office one by one to have some sort of sit down part of the party. Rothgar's come out like he's had his first session of therapy and like, because <laughs> that needed to happen sooner. <laughs> and she's just. Hey, daddy issues, leave me alone. And she's just gonna, she's gonna, like, she's gonna go, like, she she's she's fighting this thing of like fuck you all, but also I fucking respect the hierarchy, so I gotta fucking <laughs> go. Um, and um, she's just gonna she's gonna like march and and just uh, like stand in the doorway and say, "Well, I'm here." Blue, I've been waiting to talk to you now. Why don't you come in, Dean? Have a have a seat. Would you would you like a cup of tea? No, I don't. I don't want a cup of tea. Water? I that was your accent then. <laughs> All over the place. Ah, <laughs> oh, has a bit some water. Uh, maybe a a, a biscuit. I anything. I just just say what you need to say. Blue, I'm not here to tell you. Well, I've got I've got one thing to tell you, but I. I'm here to listen to you. I want to know how you are. It's been a difficult journey, this one. I know, I've seen it. And I want to know how you're doing. I want you to be able to get anything that you need to get off your chest, off your chest. There's nothing I need to get off my chest. I just want to do my job. I want to get the, I want to get the bastards who are making our lives a fucking misery and who are ruining the lives of countless others. And... Frankly, I would just like to have a lie down. I mean, you can lie down if you want. I've got a bit just over here. It's it's quite big because it's for me and I'm, I'm, you know, dragonborn in that. But if you want to lie down, you can have a lie down. No, it that was that it was it was more figurative. But 
Um, no, I don't. She and she's kind of like the pus, the 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 like the the anger that was kind of fueling her. She's just kind of like deflate slightly, and she will sit down in a chair and and just kind of say to to Kate like. I didn't ask for Grongle to attach himself to me. I didn't ask for for any of this to happen. I've just been doing what I've kind of been told, and and I I st I don't know how I feel about it all. Like he was a disgusting little fecker, but he was good in the end, and. And I don't know what to do with that information. It was my fault, but it 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 wasn't. And and I just wanna. I just need Kranis to pay. I I know that you'll do what is right, Blue. And I know what whatever happens, that it everything everything always turns out right in the end. But unfortunately, the sisterhood is not doing well they they don't know this this is i've seen it i can sense it the sisterhood won't will splinter they they they're gonna fall apart and unfortunately despite what you've already been through it's gonna have to be up to you to gather them back together in order for the for the great battle that is ahead <laughs> she's <Yeah>. like <laughs> she's just gonna sort of look up and take a big breath well so be it then um well I know when it's coming you'll know I, I can't tell you now but when it happens it'll happen and you'll you'll know The phoenix has risen. The phoenix has risen? The what now? <laughs> well, Did you say the phoenix? No, 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 the sisters. The sisters. No, the sisters are, are, are crumbling, but the fe you said the phoenix has risen. It's... Your friend said this as well. I, I didn't say anything about any bloody phoenixes. I've, I've, I'm just talking about the sisters and, and the great battle that is to come. I know you can do it, Blue. I believe in you. <laughs> and she and she's gonna say she she'll actually like be she'll sit and she'll say, well, thank you. Um, it's okay, Blue. Did you? want anything else I the only thing I want you to know is that I'm looking out for you Blue and uh, I I know that you're going to do the sisters and everybody in the world proud um, and and she'll nod and and she'll I mean she's going to take that as as like her cue to, to leave she's just going to get up um, so as you as you get up, you see um, uh, uh, Kay's head sort of droops forward as if she's fallen asleep, and then she sits up. And Kay, you've sensed something. 
she she kind of blinks a little bit and she looks up at Blue and looks right in the eyes. They're coming. Run. And we'll go over to... We'll go over to... Um... Rasnik. Damn, Luke's going to recover quickly. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so the cat seems just been looking at you while you've been floundering. She says, go to the island. You'll learn so much more on the island. If you can complete his research, you might be free. My, um, old master's research? And her eyes turn, her eyes sort of roll back in her head and her eyes turn white and she blinks and she looks at you and she says, they're coming, run. I'm off. And, and uh, the woman, the tall woman from outside comes running in and heads towards a side door, like beckoning you to follow her. A door you just previously didn't, so he was there. Yeah, he's gonna be ready. He's gonna be like, uh, go on, run, and he's gonna be running. And uh, I think, guys, we're a few minutes early, but I think we'll leave it there for tonight. I did have a, like an imaginary situation of just like morning Rothgong kind of stood awkwardly on a beach for a second, and then Rothgong's like, "My dad's a vampire. He's probably gonna try and kill us." <laughs> <laughs> I am the best kind of dragonborn. Awesome. Uh, can I just, like, Tony, man? Good. Doesn't Tony fantastic tonight? Tony was oh, fab. Well done. Thank well you. Done, I was Tony. extremely, extremely nervous. They wouldn't, have, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have poured their hearts out to me. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have got a Rothgun hug. I yeah, wouldn't have got true. a Rothgun hug. Um, I, I think I know you won. You won the dice roll, but I think we should maybe let Tony say the immortal words. Absolutely, yeah. 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 That's that's all her honor. Me, okay. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and you know, just go out into the world and roll the damn dice. <laughs> Ratsnick's resurrected now, but Grongle still did not make it. Escaping through a sewer drain, have we not waded through enough shit? The lovely old Kay has something to say about Rothgon's daddy issue. It's nice to finish a podcast without having to reach for the tissue <laughs> amazing that's it well done everyone thank you very much don't forget check out our kofi um and all our socials and stuff thank you tony thank you everyone thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.